brand new episode of the internet's most hated mafia-themed geek podcast, the Lone Coat Mafia podcast, is I, once again, the Reverend Godfather, a.k.a. the Martinsburg Madman himself. I am this show's main host and frontman, and our road to four-state Comic-Con 2023 continues with this episode with by fulfilling a promise I made earlier this week by saying that by the end of the week... I'll be giving all of you out there an episode, not just a brand new episode, but another repost episode, this time featuring a guest on the reboot side of things, Kenny. That's right, Uh, Kenny, I'm I'm not going to say his last name because I know I'm going to re-butcher the hell out of it, and uh, you're going to hear that this episode just goes downhill fast and it's going to go downhill in a fun way and everything else and before we get into the episode i just want to let you know all of you out there that there is going to be more often than not a stock intro and a stock outro meaning uh it's just a copy and paste of something i did either a few nights ago a few weeks ago whenever you listen to this uh it's just going to be a cut and paste thing that I could easily drop in the beginning, drop in the begin, at, at the end, right before the updates, and just cut out a lot of frustration and everything else. So, just wanted to let you all know all that. So, let's get into tonight's reboot slash repost episode, starting now. Shock and Terror! With Sasha, the Princess of Darkness, and Chris, the Martinsburg Madman, in Sasha After Dark, the Podcast of Darkness Reboot. Ah, Lumser, I'm bored. What plaything do you have for me today? Another little weird thing from the SK system, madam. Ah, okay. It's a... In light of their show, known as Picard, an interesting fan theory has crossed my desk. And that is of the character known as Miles O'Brien. Wasn't he from Deep Space Nine? Yes, he. his character originated from... Star Trek The Next Generation, but he became so well loved as the average Joe of the series that he grew and blossomed in DS9. But the fan theory comes from his days on the Enterprise. The fact that not only he was an everyman, he was such an asshole that when the ship might have been orbiting a primitive planet he was just the asshole to bring up random primitives just go boogie 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 and just send them back that sounds like fun actually (laughs) i think that would be an enjoyable fan theory i I don't know just the whole aspect i saw a meme on facebook in regards to can i take this off please it's going to be yeah go ahead go ahead um 
but um i don't know how that well that came up through the audio but um it is a whole aspect of it's like folks kind of picturing him just beaming random primitives up saying hi i'm god and just beaming them back or the whole aspect that he was just one day away of tell, dressing up as local civilization's version of satan and just you know <laughs> just so, more or less like what um futurama did with bender and fry when they were working for the cryogenics lab right the ape suits <laughs> <laughs> yeah just random it's like you'll no one will ever believe you and just beam them back you know yep. <laughs> and, and the thing is o'brien is the type of person that no matter what's going on he's the type of guy that's like you know you've got to turn use the on button and just walk off you know he's that type of so you guys realize that the whole thing's unplugged right but well you're gonna plug it in no that you're the idiots using the son of a bitch and just walking off <laughs> but still but still that um you said we wanted a quick one today so that's what i chose ah, a, quickie, so, a quickie that quickie all right so hey you decided we need a quickie so i chose the quickie awesome so we're doing our customary pause here for our audio introduction by dramatic pause from uh good old uh casey so for those of you who get to listen to it and once the new uploads start on the youtube and get to hear it firsthand we'll have to make sure casey of the scene snobs gets a little love and appreciation for doing this for us because i think he did an excellent job he also did an excellent job for my Miss Blobfest uh, entry, um, which is coming very, very soon. I just got to pick up some extra footage while I'm at a certain con this weekend. So that should be substantial enough for the audio intro. Um, welcome to, of course, the podcast of darkness. I, of course, am your horror hostess, Sasha Constantine Monroe, or otherwise known as Sasha, the Princess of Darkness. And I have with me the Martinsburg Madman himself, good old Christopher Lumser. Remember, folks, tonight's podcast is brought to you in part by coffee. A well-caffeinated well madman is a tolerable madman. So today we're going to touch on a couple topics, um, but we're going to talk a little bit about punk. And in order to kind of do that, um, we have actually a punk rocker with us today. Uh, let me go ahead and bring him on down. All right. So as you can see, his name is there. I'm just waiting for him to connect. Ah, I got to love Zoom. Dun, 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 dun. Did how you guys doing today huh that's nice to see you again chris yeah long time no see long time to see you buddy thank you sasha hey anytime my friend now kenny why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself i'm old as shit welcome old as fuck man can you tell yeah Welcome to the club. I can well, help let's you with see here. I got all kinds of things. I got all kinds of things to tell you. I'm in a couple bands, of course. Yep. You uh, just uh, came to one of my shows a little while ago where I had both bands and uh, the Do What's Played and Cosmic Halitosis. So what do you think of Cosmic Halitosis? It was a great show. I'm just kind of regretful due to the fact of uh, the boyfriend's chronic lateness. Uh, but <laughs> otherwise, next time we'll be there in time to see both. I, it's okay, man. That's that's all I care about, sweetie. You know, I don't give a fuck. Well, is, we're, we're working is. on punctuality, so that that's our big relationship. <laughs> going 
Yeah, so, I ain't worried about it. I ain't worried about it. So uh, tell us. So I do a podcast myself. Did I tell you this yet? No, no. No. Yeah, I do. Uh, I do a podcast with uh, my buddy. Uh, well, his uh, stage name is Tuna for Sushi. Okay. And uh, you know, Chris, you might know him. It's Brian. Brian Rumsey. I think. But I, uh, I might have met him. I might have seen him. Might have heard of him. But the way right. my brain is, it's almost the equivalent of a goldfish. So. <laughs> Who are you again? So, yeah, well, we're all it's, uh, it's called punk up the airwaves yep. and we basically just do a bunch of music on it and we just uh we talk shit to each other and all that you know what i mean that's good and we do a beer testing mm, a beer testing or a beer tasting? a beer testing yeah a beer tasting testing you know it, you know it's whatever it was you know we're testing and we didn't go sometimes we don't like them so i don't want to taste them anymore yeah ah bud light woo Hey, right. <laughs> well, it's Keystone Light, but, uh, you know, eventually I guess I'll have to start getting that shit. <laughs> Maybe I can get a sponsorship of Keystone Light. <laughs> Keystone right. Light? Oh, God. We'll all piss off some more rednecks, you know what I mean? Fuck. <laughs> no, we'll just do Natty Ice. That'll work. Out of the three, I'd rather drink Natty Ice. <laughs> Got to get that lowest common denominator where you get a 40-pack for 20 bucks. Yeah, that'll piss them off. <laughs> hey, as long as you're drunk or get, you know, and still, you stop tasting it after a while, you know? I had a few friends complain about the whole Bud Light thing. I was like, you can send me your beer. <laughs> <laughs> I no, just go ahead and shoot it, it you know? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiots. Uh, it is. Yeah, but I got, some, uh, I got some shows coming up. If you don't mind me dropping them. Oh, yeah. that's uh, Heck, this is your part. You can drop shows, <laughs> drop acid, whatever you need to. <laughs> Nobody wants to see no, me drop not. acid. I, I, I seriously don't think you all want me to do that because not even I know where I'll be going down that road. As long as you ain't dropping to the floor. and hey, We don't have to be there. You know what I mean? We just got to watch you and laugh and all that stuff. As long as you feel it, so I could probably laugh at myself and probably post it up to my show's YouTube channel. We're recording, so just don't get any yeah. more head trauma, please. <laughs> like I'm going to look worse. <laughs> it's bad enough so, I got okay. a Highlander wound. <laughs> well, there could only be one. Yes. So, Kenny, tell us about the Okay, I do got a couple shows. That's right. I got What the Punk's coming up. And that's on April 22nd at 6 p.m. That's at Fishhead Cantina in Baltimore. Okay. So then uh, with the do what's also, I got a Savage Mountain Punk Picnic. And that's at Hoffman Hollow Park in Frostburg, Maryland on May 6th at uh, 1230 p.m. That's when that starts. And then to do what's also, I uh, got a Bad Habits Bar and Grill Show on May 27th at 8 p.m. With uh, We're playing with Nail Bite, High Horse Calvary. My buddies in Wayward Brigade and Flesh Terror. And mm. then we have a, uh, we jumped on this Sonar Fest. And so there's one in uh, Turtle Creek, Pennsylvania on June 10th. That starts at 3 p.m. And then there's another Bad Habit show on June 24th at 7 p.m. I apologize. I, I forgot to write down the, the uh, band names on this one. Uh, and then there's another Sonar Fest for the do what's on uh, June 25th at 2 p.m. Again, that, that one's at Fishhead Cantina in Baltimore, Maryland. And then like I said, I'm the drummer in that Cal Cosmic Halitosis band. So we have a, a Punk Up the Airwaves party, actually, because my little podcast, we do uh, parties every once in a while. We, we yep. do some shows. 
So we got one on April 23rd at 7 p.m. at the Depot in Baltimore. And uh, yeah, man, those, those are my shows. Awesome. <laughs> we'll make sure we link them um, here at the end once everything hits YouTube and then any of the other places that they may go. Um, by the way, this is, of course, your uh, OnlyFans premiere, if you didn't already figure that out. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't have one of those yet, you know what I mean? Well, I hear it's a good way to make money. <laughs> well, I found that, like it's an interesting funding platform because it's wide open. And right now I'm one of the few and only podcasters on it. So I'm getting oddball views. Now, granted, I get views for other reasons, but I'm in polite company at the moment. We won't discuss that. <laughs> well, I haven't, posted, sure I, haven't about really, that? I haven't really done something like that for uh, my account on that. It's been mostly lucky lose. Um, so uh, <laughs> now, for now, you'll get demand. I'll be like, yeah, I got some fans that want to see a little something, something, Chris. You need to hook them up. <laughs> Oh, so I, that's right. I'm on OnlyFans, so I'm supposed to be taking off my clothes, right? <laughs> but no, yeah, it's, no it's, nobody wants. Who's gonna pay you to, to shut this damn thing off if you do that? I, you know? I, I thought hey, was, money is money, right? Money's money. <laughs> I thought it was funny the other day because they were advertising, trying to spread out their brand as basically a better funding platform than Patreon or dealing with the tyranny of YouTube, and they had a cook and i just thought it was funny because he was constantly frying things and i'm like oh my god thank god he's not nude <laughs> ow my nipples <laughs> i had a good laugh over i do it all the time though man frying bacon and it hits me and i'm like ah <laughs> well maybe you should have been cooking hold on i got a live bacon. wire <laughs> It's a perfect thing uh, for OnlyFans. Cooking bacon on a platform that shows primarily tits. Now, <laughs> somebody drink a beer and you got the ma uh, average male trifecta right there. <laughs> beer, bacon, the and breast, the three Bs. You know, I, I got all three, to be honest with you. Cook. I honestly <laughs> so do I. like we're, we're not just nudity. We have fry clips. It's like my brain went places it shouldn't have went. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I, got, uh, I wanted to mention something else. Yeah, so uh, the, the do what's we are on a comp. We just got recently got on a comp and it's called Throw It Away. Mm -hmm. And it's a bunch of bands from Maryland, Pennsylvania and Virginia. And it's just this little band camp comp that uh, some kid uh, put together. But, I mean, it's pretty good. It's got uh, a couple bands on there, Sir Lando and, you know, a couple other bands. I don't Local know. I thought it was funny. You stuff, handed but, uh, out the tape the other night, and the guy's like, what am I supposed to play this on? You're like, oh, no, it's a digital download. Are you going to come over and do this for me? Because I got no clue how to do that either. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you just punch it into the computer. You should be able to download it, something like that. W but uh, yeah, that's what it is. We give, we give you that physical copy, so you have a copy. Well, you know what I mean. Hey, you're still uh, giving out have, like, a that's, cool. that's right, that man. <laughs> well, that's what it is. He got a uh, so that's a uh, mom's basement records, and and so they uh, they took it upon themselves to go ahead and, and uh, uh, do that album for us. And I, he reached out to him, I guess. Uh, Maddie reached out to him and uh, got him to uh, uh, go ahead and uh, pay for everything. And they, they bought us a bunch of shit and just gave us all this shit for free. 
Well, what I thought was funny the other day, I saw like this company that makes like custom USB drives and they'll make them look like tapes. They'll make them look like eight tracks. And I'm just sitting there like, man, that would be hilarious to start giving out eight tracks at a show. It's was like, what is this? It's a USB drive. You can listen to the music. See, us, us, us old guys, man, we're all right with that. You know, we like us. We still have the stuff to play that. Stuff. Right? We have like the 10 different adapters to plug into the eight track when we want to play tape. And we have the tape adapter, exactly. the CD. No, really fuck with and somebody. Get, get, the, get the tape version and just give that with and a pencil. See how many people get it. Yep. <laughs> right, right. Rewind. I rewind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and to do what's also, we uh, kind of just, well, maybe a year ago, we, we kind of released this little Bandcamp EP2. It's our only thing we really got right now, but... Uh, so yeah, go to the do what's and that's D O O W U T Z. Don't forget the in the beginning, and uh, you should find us on Bandcamp pretty easy. I'm pretty sure we're the only ones with that stupid fucking name, and uh, you know what I mean. <laughs> and cosmic halitosis. So and cosmic halitosis too. There's a bunch of Bandcamp stuff on there too, and you, you don't have to just get the damn uh, tape, you know, with the digital download. You can, you know, we're all on the internet too. Look us up on on YouTube, all that shit. Worldwide web. Uh, so did you know that? Did you know that I'm also in another thing called the oysters? For a 50 year old guy, you keep busy, and that's that's the hustle. <laughs> well, well, now you added some years on there. It's only I'm only 45, but that's okay. All right, you mean, I'm older actually than older than you, Kenny. How yeah, the I know fuck I look am like I like older than you yet? Nightmare. Look younger than you. I've got two. I've got. I'm two years older than you, and yet I look like maybe five years younger than you. Wait, so I'm the baby out here? Yeah, That's I'm right. 47. Going to be 48 this year. Oh, I'm 44. God, I am the baby for once. Well, you know the 90s. Uh, because I don't. I can't remember the 90s at all. I'm surprised I do. Wait a minute, you got a memory? <laughs> All I know is there was a, a 90s, I think. So people tell me that shit, you know what I mean? I got a bunch of records and shit from there, so I don't fucking <laughs> Yeah, I definitely abuse myself, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, this is natural too, man. I don't even have to diet anymore, you know? It's just if I wanted to, it could be purple, just like that, you know? <laughs> there you go. Well, this is this is just odd lighting to hide all my bull crap back no, here. I, I have somebody, <laughs> as much as I, I'm one of those type of people that don't really like to be touched. I had somebody touch my beard. And it's like, what product do you use on your beard? It's so good. I'm like, I don't use product. Come on. You got to use like a beard oil or something. I'm like, no. I just get <laughs> your fucking hands off me. <laughs> yeah. You're not my type. You're not, you don't look like Lucy Liu. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're an Asian girls, are you? A little bit. Is there a problem? Yeah, now we know it's for Is there something wrong with the Asian chick? I'd go yeah. with an Irish chick too. I don't care. <laughs> this is why he likes Godzilla. You know, when movies. I was a kid, when because, I was a kid, you know, they didn't even have to have legs. Asian, I didn't care. Asian you know? girls run from Godzilla, and they run from him. Hold <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, Lumza, run! <laughs> Yeah, so if you get a chance, though, check out the oysters, and it's oi, you know, oysters. <laughs> Not spelled with a Y. So it's O-I-S-T-E-R-S. <laughs> That's just me and my buddy, Jimmy Flame, and all he does, see, I just go over there, and I give him a guitar riff on guitar. I show him on guitar. 
mm-hmm. and then he get he puts it on the computer and does it on the computer. You know what I mean? Okay. And then there you go. And then he puts on the drums and he puts the bass down. And then really the only thing that's live kind of is just me singing. <laughs> and he does backup vocals too. He's probably gonna sing some songs and all that too. That's awesome. We got a couple songs on there, and uh, yeah, he's he, he's crazy, man. I can't even believe he just does it. It's like, and within seconds too. I'll show him this riff, and it's like, okay, boop, 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 and there's the song. <laughs> I'm like, well, holy shit! <laughs> he says, "See, man, I told you it's this easy." Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. Man. So if you want to go check out the, our podcast, so it is on uh, www.punkrockdemo.com, and then Punk Up the Airwaves uh, and then, uh, you know, if you're a band and you're out there uh, listening to us and you and you want to put a, give us some some of your music or something, you go ahead and uh, send it to punkuptheairwaves at yahoo.com. And, uh, you know, we usually play everybody's music. I don't think I've ever not played anybody's music that uh, they send to me. You know Ben Parker? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Scarecrow's Curse. Yeah, because yeah, they got a new album coming out, and I think they got a show this weekend or next weekend whichever yeah, one's like coming Manhattan's or something like that yeah i think yeah yeah it's in hagerstown which shocked yeah, me they play there a lot oh yeah yeah uh, yeah i played with him a couple times man they, they're killer man they, they tear it up man That's next, time, he, next right time if either of you see ben bring with you a like a cup of fruit punch or something and just go hey ben blood he'll he'll just like go motherfucker and just say oh uh, yeah chris said uh i'm supposed to come up you you with this and go bend blood uh, because he'll just go motherfucker uh, pretty much because uh, he was helping out with uh, the filming of uh, Zero mm. and he was pretty much the guy that was putting up the blood on everybody so like with Fifth Element Haziz Light it was bend blood so it was so he had to rip him the whole time it was like hey bend blood he was like fuck you <laughs> It got to the point that his his bandmates that came on set one day were like, "Hey Ben, what blood? Fucking asshole!" <laughs> he's a hell of a front man too. Oh man. yeah, he, he's a great guy. Nice guy. Yeah, nice I think they're dropping a new album too. Um, here yeah, they are. And Kenny, before Sasha drops the YouTube version of this episode. I'll dig through my my archives because I think you uh, in working with the Frederick Arts Archive or whatever it was a few years ago. Um, you were in essence in a way on my show and I helped promote everything that way. I'll just do a re-airing of that episode. That works. Uh, stay okay, tuned. Cool. Stay, stay tuned for you know Kenny uh and that was long, long mafia, right? Right, right. I, it's uh, Sasha, in a way, is coming, kind of helping me get back in the game and everything and else with back. that. And therefore, it's like, though I might repost the audio versions of everything, Sasha's got first crack at everything, of course. But in a way, it's like, hey, I could help getting back in the game. You know, really, as much as I don't like reposting back in the archive bullshit, but still... It's there. It's a good way to promote you. And, you know, hey, Kenny's going to be on Sasha's reboot. And even though stay tuned for the audio versions of, you know, sharings and all that. Here's Kenny. He was on our show a few years ago. Here's everything else. So 
Nice. And stay tuned for, you know, him being at um, several events and all that. Oh, you got that unboxing video done yet. For what? The mask. This? Yeah. This? Yes. Uh, that's going to... Uh, I have tomorrow off. I have a this unboxing. I have another unboxing. I have to put up both of which I'll, I'll do tomorrow on my way out. I'll wander up to the library and do that. Uh, the reason for that, Kenny, because I know you missed it, I wasn't sure exactly how to bring you on without bringing you the whole way on, is we kind of do a show opening now where I kind of emulate the beginning of Flash Gordon, you know, with Cletus. Cletus, I'm bored. What plaything do you have to present me today? And then I say, Lumser, I'm bored. And he'll give me some weird <laughs> internet thing going on. And that's how we start things out. <laughs> I think we got to figure a way hey, to cut out the bottom so his beer hangs out. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking of probably hey, cutting. Like I'm thinking of like cutting at least the bottom part of the mouth out and all that. But yeah, there you go. I'll figure something out. <laughs> you got to be able to stick your tongue out at people, you know. <laughs> so, what have you guys been up to? You guys, uh, you going anywhere and doing anything crazy? Um, um, Chris, well, I have plans to see how many downtown businesses I could get banned from. Uh, <laughs> business as usual, that was a favorite usual. hobby of mine in my 20s. Um, no, just that a, a few years ago, no, what, what was it? It was like it was like 2021, 2022. I got banned from uh, you've been in Martinsburg, right, Kenny? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know that uh, uh, convenience store right by the Blue White? Yeah. Well, I have my suspicions that the person that was in charge of one of the branches of City National Bank in Martinsburg wandered in, didn't like something I said on Facebook in one of the Martinsburg groups, went in there and a bunch of other businesses in the downtown area to try to get me banned. <laughs> because she didn't like what I said. And that was the only business that listened. Because I wandered in and they were like, you can't, my boss said you're banned from here. Well, what did I do? Oh, you, you didn't tell me you're just banned from here. You're not allowed to come in here anymore. I'm like, well, fuck you too, you know? And that should be against the law, you know? You need to at least have a reason. Yeah, I, I want to know. It's like, well, he didn't tell me and I'm not telling, and if he did, I'm not telling you. I'm like, well, fuck you too. But, um, the way things are going, I still know a lot of folks that run businesses in downtown and they at least tolerate my sorry fat ass. And they had enough with what's going on in downtown and some of the folks that uh, run things in downtown. And I'm like, you know what? You guys are leaving. Everything's going downhill again. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to see how many businesses I want to get banned from. Bring it, bring it. And not to mention, I'm working for um, for George, the, who owns the, one of the bars you're going to be playing at. Um, bad Habits. But he owns Bad Habits. And he also owns the uh, uh, a bar up by Berkeley Theater that does Axe Lanes and uh, uh, Rage Rooms. So I'm in charge of tossing axes at people, you know, like, so oh that's that axe throwing thing where they they got the dark well an axe board i guess is what you would yeah. call it and uh oh that's cool man i haven't done that yet i've seen uh the videos and all that 
So I'm the person in charge with the axe lane. So it, showing people what to do and how to do it. And plus, I get to flirt with a lot of the ladies. So, <laughs> hey, can you play me? I'm to do that. Uh, it's 25 for 50 minutes. Okay. And I usually get, if it's me on shift, I usually give a couple extra minutes anyway. So it, yeah. Is it just one person or can it's, you just... um, it's per person. Uh, meaning if you bring two people, it's 50 bucks, but you get, you okay. get an hour. Um, the thing is I had a lot of folks asking, it's like, can I, I don't want to toss axes. I want to throw knives. And I asked my boss, like, what about knives? I asked George, what, what about knife throwing? He's like, well, if they bring their own knives, yeah, fine. I'm like, okay. If you have, if you throw knives, you can bring your own. If you have your own throwing knives, feel free to bring your own throwing knives. You just pay. The so you're you're allowed to bring weapons in. This in a way, in a way, you're. Oh, we had a guy that brought brought in his own hatchets. So in a way, you're bringing your own weapons. You could have a beer and toss them at a wall. Well, they they ain't joking when they say "wild and wonderful, baby." Wild and wonderful. I was like, it's like even I I think I told George one point, I was like, George, you realize not only are you pay me to be this kind of the safety guy and the cleanup guy, you're paying me to be an asshole. He's like, what do you mean? It's like, in essence, you're paying me to make fun of people. <laughs> How can I thank you? <laughs> You know, if you ever worked in a bar, that's pretty much the gig, you know? Yeah, it's like, I'm working in a bar making fun of people that toss axes at a wall. I'm making fun of people that are armed. That are armed <laughs> and getting You're away drunk. with it. <laughs> I bring out, when some people coming out of the, uh, we had one person come out of the uh, rage rooms. They were uh, hanging out. They are having some drinks. They were poking, pointing and laughing because I had to clean up their shit. And like, I walk in, saw they hit, didn't break two beer bottles. I bring both. I put them both in my pockets. Walked out and I'm like, "Oh, you're fucking laughing at me, all right? Yeah." They're like, "Yeah, you have to clean up the mess." I'm like, "Well, who's the dumbass that didn't break two fucking bottles, pussies?" And I walk away. They're like, and they pointed the guy who's laughing at me. They're like, "He just called you out, and you tried to call him out for cleaning up your shit." <laughs> Hey, if, if you don't mind backing up a little bit, I, um, is it the bad habits that does the axe throwing thing? No, it's um, the place is called Big Timber. It's okay. on Monroe Street. It's the same plaza that has the Berkeley Theater. And uh, oh, big see, bingo, there. yeah, it's uh, where the big bingo hall and Berkeley Theater is. Oh, okay. Uh, Hey, hey, Chris, remind me, isn't that where uh, we did that little thing? There was that show, you know, uh, when I was with the Stinkoids, and it was like, Let There Be Rock School? Um, I don't... Or No, I guess that was at the school, wasn't it? That, that, was was at, at the, uh, that was interview at was at the school. Uh, nothing, right, I guess, yeah. I think Will, I think Will runs that school. That's his name, Will, that runs the school. Yeah, Butch. Uh, so, he's a good, he's a nice guy. Um, I've met him a oh, couple he's of awesome. he, He's a trip. Um and I say that yeah, he was in a band shaft. Um, and I and I say that with all kindness in regards to him. It's like he's a trip. He's an awesome guy. I have no uh, hard feelings in regards to him, what he, especially with what he's doing for the community. You know, getting those right. kids, you know, off the street in bands. You know, getting them hyped up about music. There's nothing wrong with that. A lot more kids should be into music and learning to be, 
either a punk band like yourself, a metal band, or even a general rock band for that matter, just honing their skills, getting, getting together and playing. That's what it should be about. Not you know, every time I get on this conversation, I love this. I say this to everybody, and you know, I, if that if that damn school was back when I was a kid, I my hair wouldn't be this gray, probably this white, and uh, you know, I, I wouldn't look this bad. I'm telling you, man, I wouldn't have had the life I did, and uh, you know, I, I would have been uh, involved in something like that. Absolutely. Now they didn't have stuff. I didn't. I wasn't into sports. You know, they didn't let us skateboard. I wasn't allowed to skateboard anywhere, you know, fucking ride bikes or nothing like that, man. They, they just, they didn't like us. And, uh, you know, especially if you had purple hair or something like that, you know, you were called names, you spit on and shit, motherfucking throwing rocks at you, shit, you know, but it's uh, just, uh, you know, if they had that. Life. Wonderful. Yeah, you know <laughs> I, I've told about. Sasha this and I've told a good many folks about this and we're all roughly the same age group. I remember my folks... I grew up in, I won't say in a restrictive household um, on a 10 scale. Yeah, there are people that are um, hit 12 and all that, but I might have been on a seven scale. Um, when I remember seeing on the Grammys when it was ACDC, when they did the whole, they, they did uh, money talks on stage for Grammys. I just remember my folks turning to me and say, you ain't getting any none of their albums. I wasn't allowed to listen to Metallica, Kiss, Bruce Springsteen, none of those fuckers. And those, yeah, it's Bruce a wide. Not, I wasn't even allowed to listen to Bruce Springsteen. God damn! Oh my my! I got that was basically an American flag on every goddamn album cover. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> my cousin and my aunt had to fight my parents to get me to listen to Tom Petty. So, you know, like, and not to mention, it's like, I, yeah, I listened to Beach Boys and that was like as hard as it got. And to my folks, listening to Fresh Prince, um, Fresh Prince's first album, debut album was like, yeah, look, you know, ever, like who didn't listen to a little bit of Fresh Prince when they were growing up? Fresh Prince and DJ Jazzy Jeff. Yeah. But, uh, Beyond that, it was more like, than oh, you're, 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 myself. you're not listening to anything too hard. You, you, nothing harder than Beach Boys. I'm like, oh, fuck. Here, I'm going to school and all my friends. Nothing harder than Metallica Beach Boys. Like, yeah, the Metallica <laughs> concert was awesome. I'm going to see ACDC next week. My cousin's going into, you know, taking the train in because she lived out um, in Nassau County. She's taking the train. She's like 12. Not 12. She's like 14, 15 years old. She's going into uh, Madison Square concert to see Heart. She's seeing, you know, all these bands ranging from, you know, hard rock, from rock to hard rock and maybe even hair metal. I'm fucking missing out. And it's like Beach Boys was playing like 20 miles away with Weird Al as the fucking opening act. What? And... I wasn't even allowed to go <laughs> to the Beach Boy show. Yeah, there was a because uh, of Weird Al. Yeah, I was living in Jim Thorpe, Pennsylvania at the time. They were playing in Allentown, which is twenty miles away, maybe thirty oh, tops. And they were like, "No," I heard like 
somebody, we were in some store waiting in line. It's like, yeah, well, Beach was playing at this venue and Weird Al's going to be the opening at. I'm like, Dad, I, I want to go see two of my favorite, you know, artists. And he was like, no, nah, you ain't going to that shit. I'm like, God, I mean, dude. I didn't like him singing about his baloney. Right. <laughs> and, to, and to think, Kenny, Kenny, you'll get a kick out of this because back in before the whole COVID thing hit, my buddy's like, my wife is kicking me out of the house for a guy's day out. You're the only guy that's sensible. I know you haven't really been to a concert concert, a stadium concert. He said, I got tickets to not fest. I'm taking your ass with me. So it was like, and I put out on Facebook. Yeah, I'm going to not my first, you know, stadium show. It's not fest. And one of my friends is a, a, a diehard metal metal. It's like, so you're going straight into the deep end, right? <laughs> I'm proud of you, boy. <laughs> like, not going starting at ACDC and working your way up. No, you're going straight to not fest. <laughs> Brother. <laughs> like what? <laughs> like, and it was just fun going. And I saw one of um I saw one of my bosses there. And here I am. I'm the most non-metal, non-punk looking motherfucker there. And I see her there and I go up. She called, she said, You're here. I'm like, yeah. And I kind of did this. I called, leaned in real close and whispered. I said, I'm never going to believe you at work on Monday. And I just turn around and walk off. <laughs> But they like, have to, because I have a witness, fucker. <laughs> like, no, no, it's like, but I have witnesses. And I'll deny, deny, deny. Oh, yeah? But, <laughs> <laughs> Photoshop, motherfucker. Photoshop. Oh, yeah. Fake yeah, news, man. <laughs> Fake news. Well, what about all those videos on your Facebook account? Oh, so my hat, my... My account was hacked. My buddy's got my password. It's all fake. <laughs> Who are they going to believe? Yeah. You or me? <laughs> you know, that's, that's rough, man. I, You know, see, my, my daughter, she likes all that new stuff. And, uh, you know, I'm not into it. But, I, I you know, I'm not going to tell her, uh, you know, don't listen to that, you know, pop music or whatever the crap it is, you know. I mean, why wouldn't you, you know, I don't understand why you just wouldn't let your kid uh, be your yeah. be themselves, you know, and. So my, even my dad, man, see, my dad, he actually sat me down and fucking, uh, here, here, kid, this is the germs, this is the Ramones, and, uh, you know, this is, uh, you know, fucking Slayer and and all that. He was into all that shit. That, uh, but, you know, that's why we never I had to really shows any any time, but uh, he let me go. I, I was allowed to go and all that. And the here I is, was in high school listening to Cannibal Corpse and Guar. <laughs> but right? the thing is, yeah, exactly. here's the cool thing. I've seen Guar had... four times, something like that. When I started to, I want to get into it. It's the fact that when I was trying to expand my musical taste, and I was talking to uh, a diehard metal metalhead, and we were talking one day at work. He was like, "You never really got into metal," and like I wasn't allowed, so forth and so on. He said, "I know where your locker is, at, right?" And I said, "Yeah." He said. Um, I'll tomorrow after work. I'll, I'll give you a few things. Uh, give me, at least give me a few days. He comes in after, you know, after work, he comes over to my lock. He gives me like a spindle, like that thick full of 
mix CDs of all metals. Like this is everything you need to listen to. <laughs> and that well, that's, that's a buddy. That's a buddy. That's a friend. It's like you are now, and it was like from Ozzy, ACDC, Slipknot, uh, Cannibal Corpse. Well, you know, different bands. And it's like you got this is elaborate. You need to get embrace all yeah. this music. You know, you no, know, I know where he's coming from, man. I love influencing people here, man. Check this. You like? Oh, you like metal? Here, listen to this. You know, and that's and, what it should be. It should be you're sharing your interests with people and being like, hey, check this out. And it should be like a two way exchange because they might be on to something that you got no clue about. Dude might look exactly. like a total spud and might have awesome taste in some unknown band that you've never heard of before yeah absolutely a good buddy of mine uh sasha's met him a couple times um way back good many years ago he got me into punk music you know it's like i never you know i might have familiar with the standard names like nirvana green day which you know everybody kind of know like the ramones he's like you know you gotta listen to some underground shit three days later cds you know (laughs) it's like here, <laughs> have fun. Boot. Hey, you guys are. Uh, you guys get a little special treat here. This is the baby. <laughs> this is the littlest baby of all oh, babies. It's a, yeah, she's oh. being shy right now, but she she there she goes. Yep. Uh, this uh, is Evie. Kenny, I have to do it. Uh, you just opened the door and offered me entomments. You're on OnlyFans and you're petting your pussy. So. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you, if, if you were paying attention, I also kissed it. <laughs> and he's flexible. It had to be done. It, had, it was it was right there. It was right there. I had to say something. I'm sitting here. The well, whole you know, time, I like, like to rub my do, fingers through the do hair. Do I have to spike this in or do I do, am I polite? Let Chris get it. It's getting it point out the obvious. What's the etiquette you know, here? Right. Hey, we were talking about uh, we were talking about a little something. I like to backtrack a little bit, and uh, so I think what the community needs to get out of is need to get motherfuckers out of here. And say, well, this band's not cool. This band's uh, they sold out, and and uh, you know, like the sold out thing is just so old now. At this Everybody point, everybody sells. I'm gonna tell out. you, I've been working construction for about twenty five fucking years right now. <laughs> And I'm sick of fucking working construction, man. If I could make it as a goddamn musician, are you kidding me? Doing something I fucking love? How the fuck I, is that selling out? I'm not working at goddamn McDonald's. Exactly. <laughs> when someone says, oh, this band is sold out or that band sold out, I was like, wait a minute, let me quote Tool for you. You do realize <laughs> you're the man, they're the man, and they're the man as well. So take your fuck. Brand new 501s and shove them up your ass. You know? Exactly. You fucking brand new Doc Martens that aren't even scuffed up. Get the fuck out of here, That's G. In the moment you take Penny One for anything, you've sold out. And big whoop. Everybody does it. Everybody sells their soul at some point. Everybody has a price. Right. And to me, it's like and it just kind of kind of got in there. And I was like, what the fuck? It's just it just became a thing. All of a sudden, they're like, oh, they. I don't like Green Day because they sold out. And even even when I was a kid, man, it, it affected me. And I was like, well, this guy who I, he likes Black Flag and all this other shit. So I, I guess I don't like, like Green Day either. With me in movies. Yeah, but I then I saw him and I said, holy shit, this band's fucking awesome. But like you have people that are part of the indie crowd when it comes to movies. And, you know, those, those fuckers aren't making Penny One. They're making movies because they love to make movies. And yeah, it's good. Oh, yeah. But they have to work with the system 
the indie system more or less. They got a crowd fund or got funded out of their own pocket. And granted, you're not going to get like this big budget spectacle from them. You're still going to get something good, but it's not some big budget spectacle. And then there's people who piss on them when they sell out to do that big picture because they finally got noticed. And it's like, you know how long these motherfuckers work to get there? If you're upset that about that, like, watch just work. because they love it. Yeah. And the, and the thing is, I'm sure Sasha could agree. We probably had this argument oh, one, two, three, four, five, six, at least 10 dozen time. times. <laughs> um, <clears throat> even uh, David Kerr probably. Uh, mentions like I'm sick and tired of people bashing what I do as in the filmmaker. And one of the things I, I like I got into thanks to some indie filmmakers, it's like that's where the genuine stories are. Because yeah, with a lot of yeah, I'll watch mainstream shit. I think we all do that. But I, I like a lot of indie stuff because you have the option for a lot more originality and story. And story, and yeah, that's where the the you see that. Yeah, the first slasher nurse that David did was rough, but it was his first movie. He had to stumble and fall with that in order to start. You know, then do return to slasher nurse, then start with crowdfunding, learning how to do that. And go from A to B to C to D. Now he, his latest project, in essence, remaking Slash and rebooting Slash a Nurse, it's up to close to forty forty four thousand dollars. He's gotten yeah the same old uh, folks part of it, but even he said that yeah he it's people that he he trusts a lot of times, and plus he's gotten. I'm gonna I'm gonna go all fay on this. I'm gonna use her real name. He's gotten Casey Poteet in regards to playing one of the nurses, Diana Prince herself, aka the male girl, to be a part of this. And to me, it's like, dude, you're you're moving on up. Just think maybe five, ten years ago when you were starting out, it was just you and a bunch of buddies doing the movie. Then you got Alicia Rose. Then you got a couple other folks. Now you're getting Diana fucking Prince. Granted, it might not be, you know, the criminal. It might not be, you know, Danny Trejo. It might not be, you know, triple-A actors and all that, or Keanu Reeves, or, you know, big names. You, But it's folks that people recognize and people yep. that, especially when they want, it's like, I want to be a part of this. And they're like, you have Dave going, you want to be a part of this? Let you know. Let's talk. You know. Let's bring it on. And yeah, you see, like folks, like uh, yeah, granted, like him, hate him, Matt Burns. Um, I've got no him. issue with him anymore. I'm of the philosophy: if but, he ever wants to sit down and hash out our bullshit, he's welcome to do it. But the but the thing is, uh, whether it's Slash of Fifteen uh, or you know any number of the local stuff, uh, folks. I got, you know, I went to Monster. It wasn't Monster. It was horrifying back in 06. And the first indie film I saw there was John Johnson's Skeleton Key. Oh, it, oh, it's one of those movies that you, it's like, it's self-aware. And it's funny as shit. And I just took to it. And it was just like, I'm laughing. It's like, now I'm into searching out and seeing other 
indie folks at either four state or other places doing their thing. And it's like, I get to be a part of it now. I get to be talking to these folks and it's like, yeah, that's so-and-so from, you know, uh, this particular group, uh, like even George Sasa from a uh, PND studios, you know, with what he's doing and trying to do. George Lou men. Yeah. And it's just speaking to those, you know, seeing what they do, seeing, you know, start from nothing and working their way up. And it's that special. That says a lot. And you don't have that infighting, but you have all these folks like, why this movie sucks. It looks like it's a, I'm like, yeah. And an asshole like you, that's bitching about how low budget and how they have to crowdfund. Yet you're going to be bitching 15, 20 minutes in regards to they how, not so much that they sold out. You're bitching about how Hollywood, mainstream Hollywood, hasn't had an original idea in 15, 20, 30 years, number one. Or you're bitching about this person has been, you know, swapped or so forth and so on. It's been, or they're doing this, they're doing that. The Ezra about Miller conundrum. Uh, <laughs> Or as yet, here's low-budget folks, whether it be Slasher 15, uh, Matt Burns, you know, whomever. They're making that content, that diverse, original content. For out, you just have to dig for it. You have to try to. You actually have to seek seek it out and raise those boats up with the tide. And even, I think even your in your. Um, I won't say profession, but in your circle of things with indie punk music, you might get the same thing. It's like, well, there's no good bands anymore. There's no no, no good bands like Metallica or uh, ACDC or this, that. And the there's other great bands. I'm like, and you could say, well, it's like, wait, wait, what about bands like mine? Well, what about, you know, <laughs> bands like, you know, can't, you know, that are out there at every bar trying to, you know, sell hawking their CDs, you know, they're out of bad habits. They're at a, this venue. They're at that. You know, venue. I'll tell you, Chris, that's why I'm still doing it, man. Cause I see these kids and some of them are, you know, like, that's why I like that rock school thing. Cause now these kids are good and they can jam. And it's just, now they're coming out, you know what I mean? And there's these little kids and the punk bands and metal bands and everything else. And they're, they're jumping off stages and that'd be crazy. Even my buddy, like it's also why I like I've got drawn myself to I don't know how it happened. Um it started with my one buddy that I had good many years ago. We kind of just life happened. He's the one that was the original metalhead. He was a guitar player, it was like, oh, he's show, like, you gotta hear this band, they have great gu- guitars and all. Now, a few years later, I met um we'll call him Big C, Sasha knows who he is. And he was a guitar player too. He's not real good, but he knows how to play guitar. And he's always like, look at this band, look at this band, look at, you know, look at the finger work, look at the finger work. And he's the one that got me into uh, watching Lordy. He got me, we saw, he's the one that first saw Dragon Force on like uh, YouTube or something before they got it big on through Mm -hmm. uh, Guitar Hero. And he's right. like, look at the finger work on what, you know, Dragon Force is doing in regards to uh, Fire and Flames. I was like, holy shit. And he's like, I know, right? And my... I think my it's funny pressure- you bring that up because it just suddenly gives me a memory of Stingers from out there to, towards Boonesboro. 
um used to be like an old like cattle auction house that had like that weird yeah. like, stadium seating and yeah, but... um we went to a show there to go see jimmy's chicken shack well the opening act was this act called hailstorm and it was like one of their first ever shows and we met the band got free cds and t-shirts and now almost 20 years later like they're at top of charts they're putting out banger music and my point with that is, is we went to see Jimmy's Chicken Shack, but it was like that first act that we saw was more potent than the headlining act, you know, the main act. And that was something I was explaining to Al the other day, because um, I was thinking for the longest time about going to go see like Ice Nine Kills um, with Falling in Reverse um, up in Hershey, because they were going to be at the Bears Stadium. Um, and it was like $50, $60 a ticket. But my brain goes, do you know how many local shows I could watch with that 50 or 60 bucks? Most of them are free. <laughs> Some of them, you only pay like five bucks. And I was you get a free show the other day. Bands. Yeah. And to me, it's like, it's, it's a more intimate setting. I don't have to be up in the nosebleeds. And you know, we still love it. Yeah, exactly. It's, <laughs> it's like, that's why we're doing it. We went all the way up to um, Wilkes Bar to go see the Bad Leagues. Now, they're a great group. I knew when they came out, things of that nature. It's more Al scene than anything else. But just tickets at this nice theater up at Wilkes Bar were about $70 a head. And I'm just sitting there like, these are guys that we've seen for free years and years and years and years ago. And to me, it's like, if I'm going to spend yeah, but money, they earn it, you know what I mean? I, and they do, and I'm not disrespecting them. I'd, I'd rather go listen to a new group at a local dive bar than I would go to see some big ticket act in a nosebleed section where you can't get up, dance, and interact with people. And, and, and that's why I love you, Sasha. Yeah. <laughs> to me, it's like my new you get to interact, you get to hang out. You don't get that with the big ticket shows unless you're paying. You get extra. to sit in the green room and, and uh, do, do a couple of uh, things uh, mm. and drink some beer. Because <laughs> at first it was like, oh, what'd you cool. think of that green room? That green room was nice. That was cool, wasn't it? It was, it was laid back. I was The only thing I wanted was I want to take him to a punk show where there's a mosh pit just so I can throw him in it and see how Al interacts. I know it sounds terrible, but I want to do it. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll that, these days. Oh, when that happened to me, uh, I, my first punk show was seeing Murphy's Law back in 08. Nice. And, That's a hell of a first. And the thing is, I was just coming off um, a kind of, kind of a bad breakup and my again my buddy was like dude you got to get that anger out you got you have to get everything out murphy's law is playing at dung beetles in winchester come on down uh, you know, i'll pay you away pay you away yeah uh, get in that mosh pit get, get that anger out and after there it was like they were having a break and the guy the front man comes over he's like so how many uh how many shows you've been to punk shows you've been to I'm like this is my first one he went what <laughs> It's like you were moshing, you were moshing like you've been doing it for 20 years. The hell, it's like bad breakup. He's like, Say no more, glad you're here. Here's some Jaeger. I'm like, Oh, god, yeah. I've even been tempted to take him up to that golf club in Baltimore just to see how he reacts, just for just to throw him at it. 
don't even tell him we're going. We're just <laughs> we're just we're going to a club for dancing and just to see. Because I like the shock and trauma. Yeah, bring, him, bring him up to the depot. I got a depot show coming up. I mean, they, we get some uh, some pits out there a little bit. The kids okay. get kind of crazy out there. You'll have to give me some details while. on the dates, and I'll see what I can do. Hell yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, you could just go to the page though. It is. I always kind of put it on there. Everything's on the the event section and all that too, just to make it easier for you. Okay. You know what I mean? Well, we'll have everything linked here at the end of the show, of course, and whatever I feel like typing up and editing when I throw it on OnlyFans. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> well, you know, don't hurt yourself or nothing. But I appreciate all this, man. You know, I think you guys are cool as shit. I like Chris anyway, though, because I, I like that uh, little long uh, coat podcast he was doing there. Uh, you know, I feel like you opened up a little bit more, though, buddy. You, you know, you're talking a little bit more this time around. And, uh, well, you know, during that interview, that good. was more Don's thing than anything else. So it, he had the lead on that this time around. Sasha has the lead on this. So if anything, she has, she knows where to find me, or at least make the attempt to find me and try to kick the shit out of me. Oh, yeah, we can find you. That's no problem. <laughs> she actually made me find you. I had to go. Uh, I even hired a, a PI and everything, man. <laughs> <laughs> Just because they're called a private dick doesn't mean you can molest them. <laughs> you know, it's funny you said private dick there a second, because look, it bleeped it out again. And I was like, what's, what's he putting up to his mouth? Why is it bleeped out? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, it's black. <laughs> what's going on here? <laughs> It's black, and one of their half dozen there. The big oh, one, too. Like, oh, my God, it's huge. <laughs> it's not even attached. <laughs> Detachable penis. <laughs> now with heat seeking. <laughs> you guys remember that song, right? What yes. was that, King Missile? <laughs> oh, no. now I'm thinking of that video. This is a new M1A1 missile. It, you can tell it's, it, it knows where it is by subtracting where it isn't or where it is, isn't from where it is. And the Asian girls flee. <laughs> They're not interested because it's not in tentacle form. Too big. Too big. Too big, G. Too big. Too big. Speaking of two live crew. Hey, so what'd you think of that harvest place anyway, though, Sasha? Oh, I dug it. I, besides I, I, the green room. I really enjoyed it. Um, it was a, a very small but nice and intimate area. Hopefully, you guys do some more shows there. Um, I'd really like to talk more. I feel like the they could put a stage in that area, don't you? I feel like if they put a stage where the bands are, man, you know, that'd be fucking uh, a little bit better, you know? Well, Get them up you, higher. If you and the bands got together, and this 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 is just my thought process. You guys could like crowdfund. I've already I've already I've already know what you're getting ready to say, and I've already thought about it myself because I know like a little crowdfund, bit. Crowdfund like a portable stage where you guys can just throw it out wherever you want. Right. And there you yeah. go. Well, yeah, one of the uh, fancy metal ones, you know. Yeah, there you go. Just don't have me. I'm trying to figure fuck it. I just, just steal a bunch of wood from the dumpsters or something, and then just build them something. You know, man. That's, there you go. That's how fucking punk rock I am. You know. <laughs> Because you don't want to make it too big because you're going to have problems hey. transporting it. That's right. Hang around the back of Big Timber so whenever every time that George changes out the wood, you just get all that whirly, worn, axe-worn wood. There you go. Right. All yeah. splinters. With the with nails and shit in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, we're really you're long. Punk, not not the pain. 
hey, you guys can mosh, but don't mosh over here. <laughs> Unless you're really mad about something. Is the new thing facial scars? Because that might be a, a thing. Uh, that sounds like a band hey, name. Hey, you want some itself. free piercing? So <laughs> bring them to the stage. Facial scars. <laughs> right? You got, you got some facial scars? I got some facial scars. You know, I got these scars. You, you mean so? How stage? was that concert that you went to? So, how was that concert you went to? Great, I got a new facial piercing. Want to see? <laughs> it's still in there. It's a rough one. Yeah, one of the jokers. It's a new thing. Like stories. I went to see the dude. Want to know how I got these scars? Oh, <laughs> uh, Scarface. But the yeah no like the harvest was a, a pretty nice venue um, doing like live horror hosting I've been looking for spots you might have to throw me some contact information on that later because um, I'd love to get a regular spot where I could throw up a horror movie and just host it and do obscene things and laugh and joke about it. Oh, that'd be perfect. Hey, where are you guys out of? Are, are you at? I know Chris, you're out of Martinsburg, right? Chambersburg. Right. You're from Chambersburg? Yep. Chambersburg, PA. Oh, I won't hold that against you. <laughs> I'm a transplant. I'm Martinsburg. Tell you that right now. I'm a transplant. I grew up an Army brat. I'm from all over, but I seem to have stuck around here longer than I should have. Well, you know, the small towns are all right, you know. <laughs> I'm in Thurmont right now. So I'm not even in Frederick anymore. I'm in Thermont. <laughs> if you like living 50 years in the past, yeah, small towns are the right place to be. It's, it's pretty much Frederick like eight years ago, really. But, uh, <laughs> there's nothing cool. No fucking uh, record stores. And <laughs> you got wearing? You've been to Jim Thorpe? Around, yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Wait a minute. You've been to Jim Thorpe too? <laughs> Holy shit. I, there's a good fried chicken place. I mean, there's a couple of them, actually. <laughs> That's the thing here, I think, is fried chicken. But I'm kind of, that doesn't really bother me. <laughs> I feel like I do chicken. when I go to, like, Frederick is to go hit up the one local skateboard shop, shop up there because Timmy's got his skateboards there. You talk uh, about, uh, what is it? Uh, Rodiger. Uh, no, Ella, Ella, what's the fucking... Elements or something. What, what's the name of this shop? I can't think of the name, but like it's one of the few places that sells the pain skateboards. So we've been up there. Man, Joe, Joe works there too. I can't even think of it. <laughs> and um, Embark. It's Embark. That's it. Yeah, that's Boom. it. And then um, we like to go up to the warehouse sometimes. The warehouse cinemas there in Frederick because that that's a really good place to go see movies. Yes, we got one in Leitersburg, but the one in oh, Area Fifty One is that what you're talking about? No, warehouse cinemas. Oh, oh yeah, I haven't even been there yet. Hey, so do they serve beer there? Yes, yes, beer, liquor, no shit. wine, everything, comfortable seating. Liquor. Wow, you snort a bunch of cocaine in there and everybody being cool with that. Huh? I mean, they got the table that pulls up beside you so you can eat your food. I mean, why else is there a table there? Hey, Chris, what about that extra place? Can you do a couple of fucking lines? Well, they probably could. The, ta the table's right near the, the axe lane, so long enough, you can just put one long line. Just Somebody's going to lose a finger chopping up their lines. <laughs> Use the axe. That translated to yeah, bro. 
The only downside is that you have to sniff the Martinsburg meth, and that's it. Not the cocaine, the Martinsburg meth. <laughs> it's probably got to put a fentanyl in it. I don't want none of that. In it, <laughs> no, I'll be honest with you, man. I, I don't even do that crap anymore, but I just, I like to fucking joke around about it because uh, wrong with it. it's humor. You know, it's, it's actually, I lied. I'm not even 45. I'm 27. This is what happens when you do it three times. This is your face <laughs> on drugs. Any questions? You should see the body. <laughs> Next, we'll have Pee Wee Herman talk about your face. This is your face on crack. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that like PSA from back in the day? Yeah. Kiwi Herman's got the little bottle of crack. This is crack cocaine. It's like, wow, this just got serious. Pee Wee Herman's talking. I might have to crack. look at this. What? So Paul Rubens really did that? Yes, as Pee Wee. Yeah. It was a PSA. Yes. Yeah, as a PSA. You wake up no and watch Saturday morning cartoons, you get traumatized. <laughs> wow. Okay. Michael now, Jordan. I was a Pee Wee Herman fan back in the day. I love Pee Wee Herman. You'll have to look it up. That's my, that's my age group right there, buddy. That's where I'm at. <laughs> it is the funniest thing. Yeah, that we'll fucking Pee Wee like, Then, uh, oh, you had the Michael Jordan one. I don't know. Did you ever see the Michael Jordan, like, anti-drug egg? Yeah. I, you know what? That's not familiar. I, did, I, did, I might remember that. But he's advertising McDonald's while he's telling you not to do drugs. <laughs> Which is totally worse than any of the I wish I had my I wish I had room to put the sound my um soundboard up. I would have had that queued up in like five minutes. Just say just like no, don't do it. Just stop. Just don't do it. Just stop. Yeah, I have that part of my (laughs) buy yourself some chicken nuggets. Why not supersize? (laughs) (laughs) Type two diabetes is better for you than crack. What? Here's have an extra soda. <laughs> you want to extra? You want to supersize that shit? Michael Jordan sent me. I'm not doing crap. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna back down. Yeah, supersize. Let's do this shit. Don't do crack. Do something big and black. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh man! <laughs> Outrageous. <laughs> he is in Martinsburg. Don't forget, it. everybody's wild and wonderful Sa- over there, Sasha, baby. Sasha, I'm your friend. You you signed the contract for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> you're lucky you're not monetized on YouTube. <laughs> I can't get monetized. What? Me existing is a problem. <laughs> This is not advertiser friendly. I'm like, really? How do I become advertiser friendly? It's better than no, I'm the innocent one at where I where I work. I'm like, wait a minute, how'd that fucking happen? I'm innocent. You guys don't know me very well, do you? <laughs> it's like I I can post a video if because like um Timmy and them did my theme song, which is Horror Queen. And I have written consent from both them, the band, the whole nine yards, saying that I can use said song. Um, the kicker is, is that I will get copyright flagged from CD Baby, who just mass produces their CDs. And it's like, wait, 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 wait. I have the artist's permission to do it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I just stopped monetizing. Long ago. What's that? 
it's probably not their permission anymore to give it, you know what I mean? Yeah, I just don't monetize Some people have to watch out for that shit. I, I, I don't care because I found if you don't monetize your stuff, you don't get copyright strikes. The moment you make that two cents a year, and that's what it averages out to be, unless you're pulling several million views of video, right. it, you know, somebody's going to snatch it. I'm like, if you want those two pennies that bad, let me dig through my purse. I can find you some more change if you need it that badly. <laughs> I will seal that up in an envelope and send it to you in Germany if you're putting that copyright claim there because I can do it. <laughs> now, see, I got the I got the runs music on Spotify, and uh, I think really back we just didn't even really care about any of that. We just wanted to get get it out, you know. what I mean, just fuck yeah. it, and that's what it was. If you go CD baby, the and you can get them to make CDs too. But there's even another option where you, if you want to pay a little bit extra, they'll put it on everything. Mm-hmm. From YouTube to Spotify to Apple Music to iTunes, all of it, man. And then it's just, I mean, seriously, it's like a list of, and you're like, wow, well, why not? I mean, obviously, I'm going to That's you know, probably get how they're getting all the way. copyright claims off everything by doing that because they're posting. Yeah, that's the thing is, that's how they're fucking. If you actually read all that shit, <laughs> they're like, we can do whatever the fuck we want. And, and the thing <laughs> is, your when, fucking when hear, art. When I hear some of my friends like, yeah, I'm a, if they have a band, it's like, yeah, we're going to through a CDB. I'm like, dude, just watch your ass, read everything. Have have 15 people, three lawyers, and God go through that fine, fine tooth <laughs> shit. They're like, why? Because good chance you're gonna want to put footage of one of your shows on YouTube, and CD Baby is going to copyright claim your own shit. And so just you no. Know, be careful. Like, well, I, I'll re- not now. Don't just read. You know, make sure you read, sign, and have clauses for their clauses for your clauses for their clauses. So that that way, but you know how that online stuff is. Nobody wants to read through all that. They want to click and just keep moving on. And here they've signed their soul off to Satan and God knows what else. Right. Satan doesn't want this soul. You know, I think the best way for uh, you know inspiring artists. Uh, coming up artists and all that it's just to get on a good independent label and uh you know just like a good one what i mean by good is the, these people actually promote your uh, songs and all that and promote your everything and uh and they'll even do a bunch of other work for you I and mean, you know find you shows and stuff like that and just you know they're good people and it's really a fucking very hard uh thing to find these people a lot of them aren't you know they just and some of them even are trying to just make fucking rip you off and all that but then uh, you hear stories. Like- now, I haven't reached out to these people yet, but the one I hear is a really good one are these allegedly record people. Hmm. And uh, apparently these are really good people. And if anybody's out there listening to the show and you're in a band and uh, I would reach out to these people and, and just give them some, bring them some songs to them. Don't you know? expect them to record it for you. But if you got some songs and you haven't released yet and be like, hey, you know, I'm trying to release this and, uh, you know, see what they think. And, and uh Changes are these people are uh, going to help you out. Yeah, it's interesting when it comes to the whole thing with like finding publishers nowadays. Um, so I was reading about like a lot of top acts that went through big, big publishers like back in the day, like Jeff, Jeff, uh, Def Jam Records, dear fucking God, mm-hmm. came off the tongue hard. Um, Island, a lot of the Disney published stuff, like 
for example, like TLC back when they were big. I know you're not big into the hip hop scene or anything of that nature, but back in the early '90s, TLC was big. Well, I mean, I, you know, as long as he's not riding in my best friend's ride, trying they, to holler at me. They they weren't making jack shit from the label. Yeah, I saw that. Um, uh, they had a snippet on um, I think TikTok. I and I downloaded it, and it's like how you can make it big and still be poor, and they're like, yeah, our the one album sold like 1 million, 1. 1.5 million copies. And they have this thing called a point system. We got like X points, which meant we made $1.5 million total. And she, this was like one of the folks, uh, I'm not sure which one of the gals. And she was like, yeah, we got that. Then. Oh, it certainly wasn't left eye. No, uh, and she was like, then uh, as soon as that money came in, the taxes had to come out of that. Then once the taxes came out of that, Studio the fees. lawyers had to the the lawyers had to take their fees. Then once the lawyers take took their fees, then it was the managers, the publicists, the this person, that person. Once everybody was done taking their money, they each one of us hands in your pockets. And, and she was going, each one of us walked away from that with $50,000 out of $1.5 million. $150,000 was split amongst three people. Less than 10%. That's people ridiculous. Walked away with. So, got to read them contracts. And I've heard folks say nowadays it's worse because whereas. Back in maybe the the 90s, if if you want to give it some credit, early 2000s, where if you weren't making any real money off the album, you could still make money off the tours. Nowadays, a lot of big name artists that are out there, whether it be uh, Throw a Dart, Five five Finger Death Punch, uh, Ariana, yeah, yeah, apparently, oh. Ariana Grande, whomever that's still touring right now, they sign contracts that no matter what they make, they don't make any money. The studio makes the money. They get. That's why you might see uh, artists like Travis Travis Tritt or uh, the latest pop star hawking, you know, Geico or Pepsi. Because they're making maybe 25, uh, 12, 15, uh, 12, 15, $30,000 a year total, where they might enjoy making music, but they're not making what the folks were in the um, 80s, 90s, and maybe early 2000s. Because the, the Sony, BMG are all making the money now. They, they just bring it all in. They just like, hey, Sign here, and all of a sudden they're signing their life away, and they're not getting any money. Or what money they are bringing in is only the equivalent of what someone's making in minimum wage in Wyoming, if Wyoming is a real state. (laughs) (laughs) Wyoming does not exist. Prove me otherwise. Why are they even asking that question anyway? Why? Uh, (laughs) I saw it on Weekly. Wyoming. I don't know. 
but I uh, believe there's a dad joke. I believe weekly weekly world news more than anything else. <laughs> Go Bat Boy for president, 2024. You know I miss tabloids in the grocery store. They were my favorite. The what? The tabloids tabloid. in the grocery store. Bat Boy. Oh, man. the tabloids. Inquiring minds are, are wondering. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'd like to backtrack a little bit because, uh, Chris, I remember you said something a little while ago. It was like, uh, I don't look like the guy who exactly comes to a punk rock show. I don't look like I belong in a punk rock show or something like that. I, I want to tell you that, uh, you know, if you belong at my punk rock shows and anybody who fucking uh, looks like you or maybe you don't think you look like somebody who belongs in a punk rock show and you look differently, then uh, you do belong in my show. And if there's a fucking problem that you got, just come on up to me and I'll figure it out. <laughs> I, I think it, it it stems from the uh, when a lot of folks think punk rock or you know folks that attend a pop, punk rock concert they think maybe someone close to what atypically Matt Burns looks like you know they started you know jean jacket ripped jean jackets the patches all over it's weird I don't coat. think he looked like anybody that belonged at a punk rock show right uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I I, I want to say it's it might have flipped on everybody because um, we're old enough to kind of understand that when when punk first came out, it was being different than everybody else and taking that extreme and being angry. It's like, hey, fuck you. We'll do it ourselves. We'll, you know, make our own content. We'll, you know, do this. We'll do DIY, that. baby. You know, do, the whole DIY. And it's like, hey, I can repur you know, the aspect of not just recycling, but repurposing. I can use that for something else, you know, that mentality. And I've had maybe one or two friends say, yeah, that what you do is more punk than anything else because you're, you see something that's like, that's not what it's meant for, but I can use it for what it's not meant for. Completely different. Uh, case in point, I'll lean over. It's like, this is just a pencil crayon case. I'm a diabetic. These hold my uh, uh, needles for the finger prick stuff. It works. This thing could fall on the floor. All the needles stay inside. All right. And so, like I said, well, it's a, a problem solver. It, it's a problem. It's a DIY. It's repurposing. How many things, you know, some could what say, yeah. What I love about punk rock is to me, it's always been. You know, everybody's like if you go to places like Savage Mountain, you know what I'm talking about? Frostburg and shit. Yeah. Frostburg, Maryland. If anybody out there doesn't know what I'm talking about. Frostburg, Maryland. They got this thing called Savage Mountain Punk Fest. And it's just there's a strong sense of community, man. And it fucking that's what it is, man. It don't matter what you look like because, uh, you know, they got the fucking, uh, you know, the little rednecky looking motherfuckers up there, too. You know, and and, and a fucking uh, they come up and they fucking they're cool as shit. <laughs> Hey, you fucking hey, next thing you know, you're off smoking a joint in the fucking out the back of the studio. You know? And you're hanging out with everybody, you know? It exactly. don't fucking matter. And that's who I am. I don't give a fuck, you know? You could be whoever the fuck you want, you know? People are people. I don't care. It's know, like, just, uh, the thing is, I think people just let people be themselves and not fucking bitch. Oh, this is not, you're not supposed to like this. You're not supposed to be this way, you know? And fuck, you know? That's what the dude wants to wear. <laughs> what the fuck is yeah, wrong exactly. with you? <laughs> Or girl, or whatever, you know, everybody. 
Nope. And it's kind of like why I like, I, I think the best punk rock movie of all time is uh, Return of the Living Dead, because that is the ideal punk group. That's right. You got the. I had 45 Grave on it too, on the soundtrack, by the way. <laughs> Cramps, the whole nine yards. Well, I mean, if you think about the punk thing there, you had the hillbilly guy, you had the 80s pop princess kind of girl, you had, you know, you had well, you know my favorite. traditional punk, you know. You had I, bet I know Chris's favorite. What? The girl who was dancing, right? Oh, yeah, shit. <laughs> that was my favorite. I just love Suicide's whole line, though. Like when you know the, the chick calls him spooky, and he's all like, "Fuck you! This he's is like, not a costume, man. It's a lifestyle." <laughs> but I want to say it's like, yeah, you might think that Return of the Living Dead is punk, but I want to say what also might be punk as well is Pump Up the Volume. Here's a guy I that's love that like, movie. Uh, you know the whole aspect of somebody is like, you know, what? fuck you, I'm going to do my own radio station. I'm going to encourage folks to break away from the norm and doing that, that whole aspect and i'm just pissed that's not on voodoo so i could buy the motherfucker because i even though i got the dvd versions like i i want it on voodoo i want it on digital on demand that i could just pull it up and watch it whenever i want to instead and, of digging through my dvd collection for it and it had the descendants and the bad brains and uh you know <laughs> there was a bunch of shit on there the pixies were on that soundtrack <laughs> yeah and, and the thing is like I remember it was like uh, another one of my buddies, he he liked uh, Dr. Hook and the Grief Counselors. And my mom picked I don't know up what the, that is. Um, Cover of the Rolling Stone is one of the things. Oh, that wait, he, Dr. Hook, the band? Doc, I thought you were talking about a movie. No, band. Okay, never mind. And um, and my mom was like, she picked up a random CD. It's like, yeah, some of these are all real cl- classic. Mind if I listen to the CD while we're, you know, shopping? And she popped in. The first thing that comes up is Dr. Hook. And it was cover on the Rolling Stone. Went, Dr. Hook's on this? She's like, how, did, how do you know about Dr. Hook? I'm like, my buddy's a big fan. He's got, you know, I have, like, he lent me one of the CDs. I have it burnt and it's on my iPod right now. He's like. Uh, that was one of the CDs that dude gave you? Uh, no, like I said. Um, different guy. Different guy. And, but he was, his version of of punk was you know one of these folks that everything about him was punk but he'd always wear like a suit coat like a you know formal suit coat type of ordeal sure and i know exactly what kind of people you're talking about and the thing is he had a weird taste and you know he liked dr hook he'd do some punk stuff and he played his own shit um loved everything about it but sometimes you had to, man. and but sometimes everything you said sometimes things he said you had to divide like by five thousand you know because like no way he <laughs> like dude you didn't fuck somebody all the while skydiving there's no way you did that shit maybe you were in a plane when it happened never know man <laughs> but no no way you both of you did 15 positions while falling out of a plane while <laughs> then pulling the ripcord no, that did not happen. <laughs> Sounds awesome if it did, but <laughs> not really. Coming from the oh, really. perspective, that just means he's really good at all those different positions. <laughs> like, oh, where are you finding these bitches, man? And he's just like laughing, like, dude, man, don't don't go. Um, 
I had a um a friend, well, not one of my friends, but he um created a song called uh Stinky Blinky because he got burnt by um a girl that he was singing. He's like, I'm gonna call it Stinky Blinky. He wrote this whole song song There's calling her out. Oh, I, I have to find it, find that song and send it to you, Sasha. The yeah, whole song I'm is calling about the stinky blinky name. Like that has to have an origin. He just called her stinky. I think stinky it's a perfect name for a band because... anyway. I might just get a make another band and fucking, you know what I'm saying? Fuck it. And, and the thing is, he called her out in regards to all her toxic shit in the song. And he he invited her to the open, open mic night and sang this song in front of her. And part of the song is like, I want you all sing along with me right now, Stink. And he, that's part of the chorus is calling her Stinky Blinky. And he's like, yeah, she's crying right now. I'm like, oh, my God, you didn't do this. He went, yeah, I did. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> that is savage. You did what at an open mic night? And he said, yeah, I called her out. We all have a stinky blinky. And I was like, oh, shit. That's what the dude had to do, I guess. Yeah. And um, another friend of mine, she said, I went to a function. It was an open mic night. And I went, did anybody sing stinky blinky? And she went, what? And I sent her. She's like, that's the funniest shit I ever heard in my life. <laughs> I, I went. I got some songs that I wrote about some girlfriend, ex-girlfriends and shit. But it's coded. <laughs> <laughs> it's coded. You probably never you got tell. a little word for Danny decoder rings now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Drink. I don't want to call anybody out like that. Google team. Motherfucker. Kenny. <laughs> I, I put out some shit. <laughs> so I needed to get it off my chest. <laughs> Nobody wanted to sniff Ovaltine off her tits. God, that's weird, man. That's weird. Why would anybody want to do that? They still make it. Right? You lick it off, man. You don't want to snort that shit. Fuck you up. <laughs> Anything use the powdered G fuel shit, man. At least that looks like cocaine. <laughs> I don't know the way some of these YouTubers that advertise I mean, that G fuel it scares me. <laughs> I don't know what I they... drink G fuel. God damn it! Shut up. <laughs> yeah, but you're not shilling it yet. Give me time. <laughs> Is that what you're drinking in there? Is that why it's black? <laughs> That's coffee. <laughs> it looks like black shit. Is it coffee? Okay. Yeah, it's coffee. Uh, he got some kind of uh, some some uh, what do they call it? They're uh, the fucking snazzle paps or something. <laughs> Snickle Fritz. Snickle Fritz. Hey, if anybody don't know what snazzle paps is, that's Kentucky Gentleman and Dr Pepper. <laughs> that sounds good, actually. Yeah, it's not bad. It's snazzle paps, baby. <laughs> hey, I I'm still mad that. Captain Morgan got rid of tattoo their tattoo brand because that shit was awesome with Doctor. Probably Pepper. be back for Halloween or something. You never know. Hey, man, I haven't drank rum in so long. I can't fucking. That's it's just one of the things. I'm more of a gin guy to be honest with you, but uh, whiskey is the other thing. And uh, you know, I, I just see it, it really. now. Like Kenny's there at the gin bar. Oh, evening, gentlemen. Takes off his little top hat. Martinis, baby. Give me two olives, man. Can I get Take two it, olives? <laughs> I love if them, I order, The thing is... Hey, vodka martinis are good, too, man. I don't give a shit. Vodka if I sat like, down at the bar that I work at, if I sat down at the bar I work at and said, give me two shots of whiskey, they would freak the fuck out. Like, 
oh shit. <laughs> they would literally start like, blaming him out again. <laughs> Chris is trying to get them CDs. What the fuck happened that Chris needed <laughs> two shots? Well, I mean, that's a workplace you can actually do that at. So, like, yay. He's like, Chris is drinking. <laughs> he has alcohol in front of him. <laughs> We're scared. We're all going to die. <laughs> like, what? I can't, a guy can't have a shot of whiskey or something? Jeez. I never thought of you as a wild man, dude. I mean, you didn't, you, you barely said two fucking words at that interview with the fucking one, right. you know, the stink words and shit. It, it just takes to the right weird bunch of weirdos. I, I knew I liked you though. I knew you were a nice guy. I did, but you know yeah. what I mean. It wasn't, but you weren't like this. <laughs> huh. Like I said, that was Don's baby. That those that, that big interview was, thing was Don's baby, not mine. So yeah, he had to behave himself. Yes, I had to behave. Around here, I don't have to behave. Exactly. This is my nice. show. You can do what you want. I'll make you behave, huh? <laughs> That's why How I often thought did after we... dark. That's funny. Here's, here's the thing. How many times tonight Go in the past you. hour and a half did we derail things? Yep, we have gone like gone chaotic. Take the black cock out of your mouth, Sasha. <laughs> if it's black, I'm gonna have some questions. <laughs> Al, you need to wash better. And that's how Sasha got canceled. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, I'll bring it up. <laughs> this better not be frostbite. <clears throat> right? Because I have questions. Man, don't give this guy any more coffee. <laughs> Are we well, sure it's next coffee? Week. Next week. This week, it's still brought to you in part by Death Wish Coffee. Need the caffeine. Is that what you drinking that Death Wish? Oh, uh, no, I, I haven't had Death Wish in a while, but I have to uh, get some in my possession. If not, um, wander up and get some Black Dog coffee. They're easier to get and supports local. All of you and your poison bean water. Oh, I love my poison bean water. I'm allergic. Sasha, you don't drink coffee? Allergic, I can't. Oh, okay. Well, that sucks. You don't drink tea? I do tea. I do, you know, good old Coca-Cola. That's my lifeblood. Doctor's been like, oh, your blood sugar is really high. And I'm like, I guess I'm going to have to die. (laughs) I got a buddy. He can't drink coffee either. I thought it might be related. I didn't drink coffee until I was in my 30s. I think I was like even like 32 years old. And I was like, I need something, man. I need something to wake my ass up. To, you know they what think I mean? it might be related to mold or something of that nature that coffee naturally has on it. Um, but they're not sure. They just know that when I'm around it, like if I touch it, my hands will swell up. Um, I had some roommates once that made coffee in my teapot and thought they washed it thoroughly enough. And then I was at the ER. That was fun. Great. My doctor's like, why do you like drinking coffee so damn much? I'm like, it's the me being a type 2 diabetic. It's one of the few things I could actually control the amount of sugar it goes in. So I was like, just give me coffee. Give me coffee. I don't trust you in regards to that fountain machine or if you hooked it up enough. But I trust you with the fucking coffee. Give me the goddamn coffee. 
I want my damn coffee, goddammit. <laughs> I look at it this way, you know, I, I, I must be some sort of <laughs> superhero or super villainous because my weakness is so mundane. I, I'm weak to a bee and a, a a bean and a bug. What's the bug? Uh them big giant red wasps. Those screw up my day. Oh Jesus. So wasps. So uh, I'm allergic. You want to hear something funny? Hmm. I'm allergic to cats. <laughs> just the long hair that, ones. Uh. You should have gotten your little furry friend back up and just went, I'm allergic to cats. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'm allergic to dogs too, but just the long hair ones. Yep. So for some reason, the short hair ones, or if they got no hair, that's I guess that's even better. But, uh, you know, but I do take the shit out of some Benadryl. Certain cats and dogs are hypoallergenic anyways, like Yorkies, for example, are hypoallergenic um, because they have hair similar to people. Um, there's a couple right. species like that. And just and, overall, uh, Kenny pre prefers the hairless pussy. <laughs> I know I don't. I'll just tell you. I'm just here. This I got shame. I'll tell you, uh, it, the carpet don't match. Doesn't have to match curtains or nothing. But uh, you know, I do like at least a, thicker than a landing strip. You know what I'm saying? It's, I don't even like the landing strip. But you gotta have some hair there, man. I'm sorry. I don't fuck. I remember the first time. I got a story about this, man. The first time I fucking well, I went down to get it too, and I was gonna ring. I was like, "Here right, you go, girl. You ready? For what the fuck?" Without the machine. And no shit. I, oh, my brain just went to that is a child's pussy. It looks like a kid's pussy because I've already changed diapers and shit. Like I'm good. I'm like, man, I can't. I can't. I just don't. I don't know. I don't like it. <laughs> I still banged her, but I mean, I fucking I looked at for a little bit. I didn't like it. You know? Oh, you guys are horrible. <laughs> but uh, you know, it's just I don't I don't like that shit, man. And it gets all prickly, you know, too. You know, so you know, I'm like, oh fuck, man. Put some fucking hair down there. Like, when a girl has vagina hair, they, that hair is always really soft, you know what I mean? Because they use all that stuff on them, you know what I mean? And it's it's soft hair, so what the fuck is wrong? And with we're it, back you know? to Chris's product and his beard. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Make hey, you guys want to meet my wife? Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay, you, you guys want to meet my wife? Come here. Your wife is a hot mess right now. Come here. So. Hey, she's like you all, too. She likes the Star Wars and all that stuff. And, uh, you know, I don't want to say nerds, though, but uh, this is a curious. Curious. There we go. This is my beautiful Hi. wife. This is Stacy Ballstank. Uh, <laughs> she's, she's presently hiding the chain where you have her chained up against the wall. That's right. Well, it's on her foot, so uh, she won't see it. No, okay, no I have her hobbled. <laughs> hey, I'll give her a piece of ice cream later on. You know what I mean? Piece of my, uh, you know. <laughs> the kitty comes treats, out with a two know. by four and a mallet. This is what I call ice cream. <laughs> Tell, tell her about the hairy pussy, honey. Don't fuck, you know what I'm saying? What about hairy pussy? Do I like shaved pussies? I think you just like pussy. I don't think you care what's on the pussy. We have evil. <laughs> well, the woman knows her old man, I guess. You know what I mean? Can't blame that. 
Oh, that's man. right. That's right. <laughs> we had some sweetness there. Oh, oh when I finally, Sasha, you know damn well when I finally post this up, it's going to go like, yeah. And the whole pot bean's going to ask, like, yeah, is this going to be safe for everyone? No, no, no. Parental advisory. advisory. Yeah, it's going to need that. Banned in 47 states. <laughs> There's going to be an illegal in 47 states and three counties. And I just copy it for, for the thumbnail. Yeah, I just copy the faces of death. <laughs> Heck with the full length of descriptions. Like this episode is going to be illegal in 47 of the United States, and it's going to make sheep in three countries blush. Yeah, we're we're all over the place, I guess, you know. Yeah, well, we're out hey, you there. Guys, you, Sasha, you mentioned that blue beetle and all that stuff, and uh, the like the origins of comic books and all that. Well, so I really just assumed. I assumed my wife knew all of that, and so I went to her and I was like, "Hey, so can you tell me anything about blue beetle and uh, you know the comic book origins or something like that?" <laughs> and she goes, "Man, I didn't really get into comic books. To be honest with you. I mean, I like the movies." I was like, ah, damn. <laughs> this is Grant, Grant, we, we don't have a whole lot of time to we don't have a whole lot of time to get into it, but like my biggest thing is if if it's not Superman, Wonder Woman, or Batman or Spider-Man, they're starting with the new character and not the person that started out the whole thing. Like, for example, the original Blue Beetle was a character named Dan Garrett. And now, like, the current Blue Beetle is um, something Reyes, which is intriguing, because nobody focuses back on Dan Garrett. And it's kind of like with the Flash. Everybody talks about, what Hal Jordan? No, you're talking about, in regards to uh, Flash, you're talking about, I think... Uh, yeah, but the one Wally now West. is Hal Jordan. Hal Jordan or John Stewart. Hal Jordan is Green Lantern. Oh, okay. Well, you don't know none of this? I know about Green Lantern and Flash well, a little bit. But the thing of it is, is the original Green Lantern wasn't Hal Jordan or Jon Stewart. It was a whole other guy. And, like, history's completely right. blacked him out. And then you have um, the Flash, going back to the Flash. It's Barry Allen. Everybody focuses on Barry Allen, but there was a guy before Barry Allen. Right. The thing is, with, like, Bally, uh, Barry Allen, Wally West, <laughs> and that whole aspect... Yeah, they are more well known, and whereas with like Green Lantern, everybody recognizes uh, John Stewart, or I Hal think that's Jordan. not Hal Jordan and John Stewart as two of the the latest versions um, in regards to everything. But so they're the most since they're the most recent and most well known. But with companies like DC, that every time you sneeze, it's a reboot. It's kind of hard to remember the original because they're always rebooting it, rebooting it, and rebooting it. It's kind of so, like Ant Man. Like, yeah. In, in the new Ant Man, they did have the original Ant Man as a background character, but the main one is played by Paul Rudd. Right. I was getting ready to ask that question. The, a lot of folks, from my understanding, it's like they'll go with the current version because. A lot of the diehard nerds, comic book nerds, are more familiar with the current iterations than they are the original. 
meaning unless you are a boomer nerd, then you ain't going to know who, you know, you might not really know who Hal Jordan or Barry Allen currently is, but you might know the original versions of all that. And that's so, what trips me out, though, because it's like, you know, if you're Superman, you're automatically Clark Kent. We don't skip to any other Superman or, or Wonder Woman. It's Wonder Woman. I wish they would bring back all the uh, S&M and Bondage stuff from the original comics, but we got a nice documentary on that, so is what it is. I know about that stuff. <laughs> and then... Um, yeah, I like that new Wonder Woman movie. I, I watched that. Now, see, can we backtrack a little bit? So I, I didn't watch Ant-Man yet, so is that good? I, I like I, Paul Rudd. I haven't seen the current uh, Ant-Man movie. I've heard mixed. The first so Ant-Man Ant movie Ant was good. There's a different Ant-Man movie? No, he's talking about Paul Rudd. The Marvel Paul one. Rudd, the current one. The Marvel one that just came out. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, there's, oh, okay. there's three so far because you had the yeah, first sure. Ant-Man oh, okay. movie that came yeah. out, what, 2010, uh, 2012, 20- something like that? I can't remember. Yeah, the uh, second one came out in, I think, I want to say it was like close to 2019. Yeah. And then the third one was recent. Right. And they have been of terrible returns. They've gotten worse and worse and worse. I'll, in regards to that, a lot of folks are saying that, um, in regards I will, to that, I'll always, be, I'll always be my own judge. You know what I mean? I, I yeah, got to yeah. see it for myself. Yeah, my see it for yourselves. Um, just that a lot of folks are saying it's like Marvel companies like Marvel, DC, Disney, the are ignoring a lot of the OG storylines and what the comics originally brought to the table. Instead of using that as a basis for their movies, they'd rather bring these characters in and twist and said, Oh, we're gonna bring in uh ant-man paul rudd instead of or uh, like what happened with um the latest doctor strange in the universe multiverse of madness, madness. Or whatever it was it's like where instead of it the focus being on doctor strange it being a doctor strange movie we're going to focus on this female character and a lot of folks saying there's nothing wrong with focusing on a female character or a female superhero but when you're making a Doctor Strange movie, the focus should be on Doctor Strange, not some secondary character while you're ignoring the main character. And But see, my biggest concern is yeah. is once it came to comic books, I always like the low-tier characters, the ones yeah. that very few people talk about or read about. Like my favorite DC character has forever been the question. And I ain't talking about Montoya as the question. I'm talking about the first question. I'm See kind that. of the same way with villains. In uh, Batman, I keep seeing so much about, like, Joker, Joker. And I fucking hate Joker. Yeah. I can't stand Joker. I'm like, give me more Scarecrow, okay? Give me more Two-Face. Please, I want to see these villains, and then everybody's like, no, we want more Joker. And I'm like, I've had enough of Joker. I've been watching Batman since it was Adam West, okay? Like, I agree with my wife. (laughs) The original Clayface, for example, let's use him, because there's been three different Clayfaces. You had the one that was the actor that was really good with makeups and special effects and could look like anybody and kind of became a killer. 
Um, then you had the secondary one that could change shape. And I believe there was a third one that was a shape shifter. But the very yeah. first one was a classically trained actor who was really good at disguising himself and mm -hmm. was blaming other people for crimes. And I've always thought to myself, if Nolan was smart, that was would be one of the characters. Or focused I, on. I like how the I, when I was getting into DC, it was through the animated series mm -hmm. um, and what they did for Clayface. In regards to that, they kind of blended two, blended two or three together because it was an actor that was able to change his appearance to fit the character that he was trying to do. And it was like makeup that was so toxic and the chemicals, he just became in essence this person or this creature made out of clay. Mm -hmm. sort see, of you're thing, doing but... at least an homage with that one to the original character whereas like for example the new blue beetle movie it's immediately um the reyes kid who finds the the super suit and to me it's like what about dan garrett who is just a guy a normal guy in a bug suit solving crimes and he didn't have any super special powers and then ted cord later on shows up with special powers and things of that nature but dan garrett is your origin and because he's a platinum comic like there's so much room where you could tell stories that nobody's touched on but update them for modern audiences as opposed to just pulling from the current thread of comics and that's been my whole big thing because like for me I, I fear if they ever get around to a question movie i hope they never do but I fear that they would focus on Montoya taking over the mantle as opposed to the original question, who I must say was brilliantly played by one of my favorite actors in DC uh, animated. Um, what was it called? The Justice League Unlimited. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What was it? I know you're talking about the guy from Reanimator. Yeah, I know you're uh, talking about. Yeah, and he was brilliant. He, as he does an awesome. Yeah. And the thing is with. One of the things I loved in regards to watching like the animated aspects is seeing uh like the diverse Batman's rogue other than like what you said, uh other than the Joker constantly the Joker, you see the wide rogues gallery for Batman, uh other on uh, how more anti hero they are than villain, meaning yeah, they will rob a bank, but uh I'm sure you've probably seen a lot of the memes on like on Facebook where they don't like a kid might know who Batman is and like, but Batman's not here, but here's, you know, poison Ivy. Here's Harley Quinn. I need help, mm -hmm. but it's a kid. And they realize like, you know what? If I help this kid, Batman's going to give me a pass. You know, I think this is, this is what I know. It's like when it comes to stuff like this, like for example, imagine if they made a Spider-Man movie without focusing on Peter Parker we don't even talk about Peter Parker. It's just a Miles Morales story. There would be so much outcry because where, where's Peter Parker? Why can't we have Peter Parker? Or for example, um, oh, what was his name after Batman's back got broke? Um, Azrael took up the mantle as the Batman. And they focused well, the on is Azrael Batman instead of a Bruce Wayne. You would have so much fan outcry. Because everybody remembers Bruce Wayne, but where's the outcry for Dan Garrett? Where's the outcry for these platinum characters that have been around forever 
And then people that's why you had about um, the fifties and sixties, like we've completely washed our hands. But up. the thing is, the Miles Morales Spider-Man was kind of a hit. They did that whole animated thing a few and years ago. I got nothing. I've nothing against Miles Morales. It's an yeah. example. But you have to think about what they did with that story. They still had a Spider-Man in it. It was not a Miles Morales-centric story. You still had Peter Parker. What I'm saying they is might... you just skip over Peter Parker and just focus on Miles dealing with these powers. And you know... You might flip. eventually have that. But again, you need Sony to kind of break away from that. And what I loved about like seeing in regards to like the Flash, you see it in like Justice League a little bit. And more so, and some of the other stuff, but it's mostly focused in um, Justice League animation show with Flash's role gal- gal- uh, gallery, where Flash went know. missing for a bit. And oh, some way, of the you... other. Uh, uh, so, hey, you so, you know, like, yeah, I didn't want to interrupt them there. They're talking. <laughs> no. I'm sorry. No, it was right. nice talking to you guys for no, a little nice bit. Talking to... to... I don't know. <laughs> What what happened was the, in essence, the OG Flash and the Wally West Flash were filling in for Barry, and they went after kind of the rogues gallery that was causing mayhem, and the rogues gallery was like, wait a minute, you're not our Flash. Who the hell are you guys? We want our Flash. Our Flash cares about us. You know, and that, that was like the joke. It's like, they kind of just stopped and like, walked away it's like you're not our flash you just walked it's like we ain't doing this shit unless it's our flash go but away but you get what i'm saying and i'm not yeah trying to, it's like you're forgetting the origin and like think about like all those platinum stories yes there's not a modern analog for it but as a creator wouldn't it give you more room to play in that world because you can now, take some of these old here's stories. the aspect you have to um I might have to send you the the TikTok in regards to it. Somebody uh, spoke out in regards to why you might. It might be a good reason of why you're not seeing what you're seeing, or why you. In regards to it, because he was talking about, it's not so much a right issue or a copyright meaning. So and so, like if you saw a Superman movie, it says based on characters. Uh, by so-and-so and so-and-so owned by DC. Um, he was talking about, it's like the reason why you don't see Batman on TV nowadays is because Fox bought the forever rights, not just like yeah. how Sony, you know, if it's not made in five years, everything reverts back to Marvel. Fox owns Fox, 20th Century Fox. Owns the rights. Disney now. Period. Disney now. Owns the rights to the Batman TV show and everything a part of it. The Joker, Riddler, and everything else. That means nobody can make a Joker character. Nobody can make a bat or have a Batman character on their show. It has to be some sort of facsimile of it. Right. And because Fox now Disney owns the rights to the 60s TV show. So anything on TV can't be any relation to those characters. But here's and the when- thing where, where I kind of argue against that, because with the Platinum Era comics, 
they're in public domain now. And so, but still, it's still a rights issue on who owns the current aspect of how everything's written. And that's the whole aspect of because when uh, Deathstroke wanted to, um, in regards to the whole Arrowverse aspect, CW was happy that um, Deathstroke was becoming popular on the show. They still want to use that as a villain. But Warner Brothers and DC, DC both said, no, 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 we're going to create a the movie-verse in regards to this, and we want to use Deathstroke. So you guys on for the CW can no, no longer use Deathstroke. Ever. Ever, 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 ever. Don't you dare. And so they stopped using that. And where also what happened was your favorite character on TV, Con- Constantine. I love Constantine. The reason why the reason why they stopped using that version of Constantine on TV for uh, Legends of Tomorrow is because what's his name when he was doing the Sandman sh- uh, TV show for Netflix mm-hmm. went up to DC and said, I'm doing this now. Therefore, you're not paying. I own the character now because I'm doing this. You ain't paying anybody else writes the character. It's mine. I'm changing it. Pretty much what he, he did was when he goes in to do projects, like what he did with um, Star Trek and all that, he takes the, the whole aspect, J.J. Abrams, what he does is he takes everything. But here, here's where my argument comes back into play. We're talking about modern creators. The Platinum creators are no longer with us. It doesn't matter. The reason why they switch it out is because someone like J.J. Abrams wants to make all the money. He doesn't want those creators to earn that money. They might allow it. Meaning, if you create a, uh, a character, you might allow that version to, you know, hey, just give me 5%, you know, or 10% of whatever. Yet here comes J.G. Abrams saying, no, hey, how would you like, instead of paying Sasha 10%, you pay me 5%, but I'll change the character just enough so Sasha can't sue you over this character. And mm-hmm. that corporation will say, yes, let's do it. And therefore, you're losing out money, or Kenny loses out, or I lose out money because he switched it just enough, whether it be a a race swap, a gender swap, or what have you, just so they could. Well, now you influence me. Now I want to do it. (laughs) (laughs) And and, and, and that's the thing to me. I mean, it's like because we've heard a lot of the modern stuff now. There's like a lot of stories. My my whole argument is is that a lot of the modern readers don't know the old stuff unless they go looking for it, you know, and it'd be a heck of a way to introduce people to the old stuff and have reprints and things of that nature to kind of honor the old, but it just seems like oh, this is what we're currently selling. So that's what we want to do. And it's just, as, as a creator myself, it pisses me off. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. But anyways, that was our little ramble about comics. Sorry, you know, you brought it up and I'm like, ah, let me (laughs) this here for a little bit. 
Well, thank you for letting me get my wife in here. You know, I think she had a little fun, maybe. Hopefully, she's like, oh, no, these two are getting at it. I need to leave. <laughs> like, no, no, this is how me and Chris talk. We're cool. <laughs> Chris challenges we'll fight me. Like, good, I challenge good him. Good chance, Wolf. One of these days, me and Sasha are just going to fight like cats. Well, you know, I do got a couple questions. Of, uh, so I haven't seen a Ben Affleck uh, Batman. Is that all right? Um, he, he tries, but, uh, he, tries. Here, he doesn't, um, he doesn't want to be a part of it because he doesn't like how, uh, Warner Brothers in DC is handling a lot of this shit. So he, he just wants to walk away from it because he has his own viewpoints of how things should be run or done. And. Oh, he's again, one of those actors, huh? <laughs> uh, no, just say if he wants to be closer to, um, how the source material is and Warner Brothers doesn't want him to do that or they want to take things completely different and or it's like, hey, I need this person, this person, this person because they're the best people for the job and they're like, no, you can't do that. And so he's like, you know what? No, I'm going to save myself. What do you think? Is it Jack Nicholson? (laughs) I like the current version of the Batman with the the kid from Twilight. That was actually pretty good. I got to watch that. It's good. I Man, think it I'm might still, be on. I'm still behind, you know. I'm just like I barely, I very rarely get to see anything. Uh, What's her name? I just Zoe recently started getting this, uh, this this TV show, and it's on uh, the fucking. Uh, I can't even remember, but it was the old actors of uh, the Raising Hope. You guys remember that show? Oh yeah. And I, I liked all that stuff too. The one, uh, what about Earl and all that, you know? And, and it's just like, oh, my name is Earl. It, yeah, mine, that's it, that's it, that's it. <laughs> and so, you know, anything, anything like that, you know, it's funny. You know, that's that's my humor right there, and, uh, you know, so that, that's all this shit. I can't, man, I'm trying to think of the damn name of, this, of the show. It's the new one. It's off that uh, Freebie or something like that. Not yeah. familiar with it. Well, Freebie is so like the free version uh, of uh, Amazon Prime or something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. So it's uh, all the actors, uh, pretty much, of uh, Raising Hope and all that, you know. And there are a couple other new ones, I guess. And, you know, but it's uh, it's off the hook, man. I just, that's all I'm going to tell you, though. <laughs> I like the, You're going to have to go check it out. I liked Grace Under Fire. That was an interesting show back in the day. I heard of that. I don't think that was really my uh, my level of uh, show watching at that point. I was still watching Married with Children, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a good show. <laughs> They've talking about a revival of that. Yeah, I keep hearing about that as well as a revival. I can't wait for the uh, uh, revival of Futurama. Um, the, the third. I was really glad Roseanne yeah. came back. I thought Roseanne, I, you know, and it's a damn shame that fucking she opened up her fucking mouth and uh comedian being a fucking trying to do that. He can't be doing that no more. And, uh, you know, that's the way I took it. Well, and, uh, I, I mean, know. the show continued on without her. They killed off her character. I'm, from what I understand, the Connors is okay. Maybe not, though. Maybe she's a fucking lunatic. I don't fucking know. Who knows? I mean, you have to be kind of loony to have been married to Tom Arnold. <laughs> no, it looks like Chris dropped out. Uh, he's probably had some issues. He'll pop back in a second. But uh, 
No, we, we talk about all kinds of stuff in here, um, like horror, comics, video games, etc. Um, I don't know how well you get into the video game scene, but I know you got to get into horror movies. I mean, come on, that's kind of like a must. I, I, can't even, I, don't, I haven't played. You know what the last video game I played was? Pac-Man. Tony Hawk. Oh, yeah? Which one? <laughs> and that was like years ago, man. I, I want to say... Uh, before I got married and um, kids 13, so I know it's definitely like 10 years before that, you know. <laughs> yeah, the earliest one would have been PlayStation. Like 23 era. years. So PlayStation. Right? Yeah, somebody had one of those. And I sucked at it because I had even, I'd given up. All I had, it was an Atari. And then I got a Nintendo too, a little bit. And it, that's what it was. And everybody go, oh, now it's Sega. Now it's fucking this, and now it's that, and then that's the cube, and that's fucking everything, man. I was like, man, fuck it, I give up. <laughs> well, I was already so like, I gotta, I gotta buy guitars and you know, and drums and everything rocking. else, and uh, you know, Ugh. amps, and I can't fucking do any of that stuff anymore. I guess. Let's <laughs> see if he's. Just they just opened this arcade though. They just opened this arcade downtown a little while. Well, I guess just opened. It's probably like a couple years old. It's called like pockets Frederick? or something like that. Yeah, no shit. And uh, that's what it is. Is they have like uh, all the old school games and all that. And uh, you know, it's it is something like you pay like uh, ten bucks or something like that, fifteen maybe even those. And then they let you play all day or something like that, or you, you play by the hour or whatever. You know, pay by the hour. You know, right. And it's cool shit. Yeah, I've definitely seen. I haven't Frederick. been there yet. But I've seen the pictures, and uh, you know, if you guys are into that, and you ever in Frederick, you know what I mean. Go ahead and check out the old school shit, you know. Oh, I've, I've been to that one because um, I've even been to you guys' uh, game shop down there in Frederick. So, I mean, we uh, we we go into a lot of the gaming and uh, things of that nature. Me and Al are hanging out. There he is. He's back. He's connecting the audio. I see him. Yep, there he is. Yeah, here I am. I'm trying to get my headphones hooked up. That's so He's back. <laughs> there we go. I'm going to like your con around here. I'm going to like your con around here. You know, I got to say, this is the longest show I've ever been um, doing this. Uh, well, I, I'm actually kind of getting ready to wrap it up here, honestly. But, yeah. Hell, fuck. I might just, next couple times, I might just go straight to the phone. That way I can just plug it in and do charge because the audio, for the most part, sounds about the same, if not a little bit better than Honestly, what I've been using. So I mean, I like just... the image quality, aside from the fact that you don't have the nice big widescreen like Kenny and I have, I mean, I can dig it. And I can see your artwork and other details. So we don't have that fuzzy. Are you on your phone now? Yeah, I'm on my phone now in regards to it. Yeah, we, yeah, in the earlier uh, version, <laughs> it was all blurry. And, uh, uh, yeah, like it's else. to help because the last time we did all this, this um, there was so much glare from me and Sasha couldn't figure out where. So it's like, you know, what, I'm just blurring the background on it. So this guy doesn't think he, he belongs in a punk rock uh, show, and this is what his background looks like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and trust me, man, you belong in punk rock shows. <laughs> so Kenny, it's like my big black cock. <laughs> So since we're wrapping hey, up, and metal shows too, and all that, you know. Yeah. 
<laughs> Since we're wrapping up tonight, can anything else you want to plug or anything you want to put out there? Uh, yeah, just uh, listen to us at all. Uh, you know, I feel like I already did everything, and uh, but yeah, I'll just go ahead and uh, do it the one time over again. And uh, yeah, if you just uh, come out to uh, what the punk uh, April 22nd, since I know you're gonna post this tonight or some shit, right? At It'll 6 p.m. Right so that's uh, here because usually it takes about an hour to upload, so about an hour after we're done, it'll be up there. And then word up, so definitely by April 22nd. At 6 p.m. and fucking uh, Fishhead Cantina in Baltimore, Maryland. You better give it your fucking ass out there. Oh, yeah, shit. Jesus Christ. Here's the kicker. We do uh, punk rock karaoke. So half of our set, you know, if we get a bunch of people up there, shit, if, if everybody's, like, real excited about it, we'll do the whole damn set. Punk rock karaoke, you know what I mean? I mean, there's a couple songs we do. We do Black Flag, Nervous Breakdown. We do uh, Ramones, uh, Blick Street Bop. Uh, we do, uh, I'm struggling. uh, Gigi Allen bite it. Uh, you know, a couple other things just come out and ask circle jerks, Beverly Hills. Uh, you know, all that shit, man. We do a bunch of shit, man. Just, uh, if you, if you're in the fucking live band karaoke and you like punk rock, we don't really do any other songs. It's just punk rock shit. And I'm sure I'm missing a bunch of songs. Just come over and you fucking, you know, look at the list and all that. Right? Right on. And, and thank you uh, very much, Sasha, for fucking inviting me, man. I really appreciate it. And thank you for coming to the show. I really I'll appreciate be able to that. see another one once I can figure out when I'll be free to do that. Hell yeah, definitely. Well, I but, love that uh, place there. If you you know, if you make it out to Hagerstown again, man, I love that place, dude. That place is cool as shit. Hopefully you do. Um, but uh, yeah, speaking of Hagerstown, I know for a fact, um, both myself and I know you're going to show up on Sunday, right, Lumser? To Four State, two weeks Yeah, I'm going to go to, I'll be at Four State Sunday. Okay, so. It's the, only, it's the only time I'll be able to be there all day and hang out all day and do what I tend to do. So the 29th and the, the 30th, 30th, respectively, you know, they have four state comic-con going on down in Hagerstown MD, ran by a bunch of really cool cats. You're into comics, movies, video games, music, um, tons of vendors. Um, tickets are pretty cheap. Um, I know there'll be a little bit more at the door, but you can go to um, fourstatecomiccon.com and get your tickets there. Um, I think it might be like $12, $15 for... It's things like thirty dollars for the weekend. No, it's twenty. If you get it online, it's twenty-two bucks for the weekend per person. So it's both Saturday and Sunday. Um, I think Saturday is like I want to say 15, thirteen or fourteen bucks. At the door. Yeah, thirteen or fourteen bucks. I think it's like I rather go high. Like Saturday 12. is like fifteen bucks, and Sunday's like twelve. Yeah, twelve, thirteen dollars, something like that. But, but if you buy way, them together, it's to cheaper. A, right. Either way, it's still cheaper. Then uh, I'm not knocking major show, but it's still cheaper. But and still wonderful. It's a lot family oriented. You get you get a lot more homegrown stuff from local area community. Community. Yep. And I'll be there um, just basically as a event goer, um, visiting many of my friends who are vendors. Maybe some other year I'll come back as a vendor. But if you happen to see me there. Um, I will have uh, Princess of Darkness stickers available, so come on by, get a free sticker. Just say, hey, Sasha, I need more stickers. I, I got plenty. Um, I'll be handing those out. I'll also be shooting some um, action footage and additional footage uh, for my Miss Blobfest video entry uh, for July. 
here's hoping we win. But like I said, even if we don't win, we'll storm the stage and take that crown. But uh, <laughs> I should make Pulling a Kanye like West. I should make threats like that, but I was robbed last year. I mean, you look at the video entries right. from last year, and they're just people sitting in front of camera. Yeah, I'm da 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 da, and I like da da. It's like mine had a story, had good music. This one's gonna be off the chain. I think you've read the script already, Lumser, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You sent it my way. Casey, um, Casey, the Madman plots from. Uh, Scene Snobs, he does the uh, voiceover. Um, he's also, if you listen to our opening online, be it on YouTube or later on once I figure out how to do Spotify, um, the show openings done by Casey Plotz. <laughs> so definitely, uh, Sweet baby. but definitely check it, check them out on the Scene Snobs. But next weekend, you can probably catch, you know, me or Lums are there. Week two weekends. Uh, I'll be, I'll be at Four State. I'll have, uh, at least what leftover uh, freebie dice that I'll be carrying around to hand out, folks. Um, that was fun last year, though, when I was still had a bunch left over and just had a bunch in the big cardboard box that I brought with me. It's like, do you have any uh, X, Y, and Z color? I don't know. Here's the box. And they're like, uh. <laughs> and they were just like, I get to root in the box. I'm like, yep, you get to root in the box. Have fun. And so, <laughs> But uh, but yeah, come on out, meet up with us. If you're into movies, I know I'll be heading out to one of the showings at Warehouse Cinemas to see Evil Dead Rise that weekend on Saturday. And then rumor has it. Nice, some of that's us, right, a new Evil Dead movie. Yep. And then rumor also has it that we may be making an appearance at the uh, 710 Lounge there, not too far from Leitersburg Pike for anybody interested in after, par- after party fe- you know, festivities. So you're always welcome to annoy the fuck out of me. Yep. You know, I'm going to come down. Hey, hey Chris, I wanted to say thank you, too. Uh, You know, I didn't get to say thank you yet. Thank you, buddy, for uh, having me again. You know, man. No problem. No problem. Interviewing me and shit again. Hey, you roast me. I roast you. (laughs) That's right, baby. (laughs) So is that an ox roast or a pig spit roast? Are you Uh, asking me? (laughs) Like, which is which here? (laughs) Uh, a long pig roast, silent green. I prefer oxos. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, as always, you've been listening to uh, Sasha After Dark, the podcast of darkness, brought to brought to you by me, Sasha Constantine Monroe, aka Sasha the Princess of Darkness, along with, of course, the Mad Martinsburg Man. That would be Christopher Lumser. Uh, if you haven't checked it out, also check out yeah, find the Mafia, Podcast. Mafia Podcast on YouTube. Yeah, find, we're on pod, uh, YouTube, and I should uh, send over the our link tree link tree link to Sasha so she can help share it in the description. All that fun jazz to give us all. That way, you have access to all our link and all fun shit in regards to that. So, plan on extra content coming yeah. up. Indeed. And as I always say after every episode, unpleasant screams.
Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed the reboot slash repost episode. If you have any questions, comments, or smart remarks, you can always send them my way at our email, which is longcoatmafia at gmail.com, or post them in the the pinned post on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash the longcoatmafia podcast. All the links are in the description down below. And just to let you know, this is the after show. And with the after show, a lot of what I am about to say or do say uh, is updates, my opinion on everything. Because when they are posted up on our Podbean account, differ slightly at times. So a lot could happen between then and this recording. So. I'm going to give you a couple of updates or my opinions on those updates as so be it. So just wanted to let you all know that now. All right. Gotcha. Well, as for any type of uh, additional statements, updates, concerns, personal opinions, etc., etc., I don't really have any other than to... Follow Kenny's bands on social media. Uh, if I have any additional links for those bands or are able to snag those those links, I'll include them in the description down below. Uh, if you are in the Winchester, Martinsburg, Frederick area or Hagerstown area where Kenny is performing, uh, come on down, check him out, hang out for a while. Check out some good music, have some good food, and everything else. And that's about it. I'll see you all. I'll see all you guys and gals at Four State Comic Con this April thirtieth, twenty twenty three. And I hope to get some great footage, some great uh, additional audio content for all of you out there. And I'll see you there. And we do have one more audio episode that I might drop. This Sunday, I have to get permission from Sasha first, but who knows if I'm able to, we'll drop it then. So take care, one and all. I'm out. You've been listening to the Long Coat Mafia Podcast, the internet's most hated and mafia themed geek podcast. 